only one week after you stopped caring, this is the E3 edition of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm Alex Jaffe, and I have personally attended zero E3s. Oh man, I'm Tim Rogers, and I've personally attended E3 2003, 2004, 2005, uh, 2010, 11, 12, and 13. So I've personally attended seven E3s. That's ridiculous. Uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield. I have personally attended 13 E3s. That's way too many E3s. That's, that's, that's more like E39, if you know what I mean. You've, got, you've gotten 39 E's. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Uh, also joining us, filling in for Frank Cifaldi this week, is Insert Credit alumnus uh, Christian Nutt. Uh, Why does he get to have graduated from Insert Credit? Yeah, I was wondering. Why can't I graduate? I want to graduate from Insert Credit. What the I don't heck? think we can. I, uh, no, we're stuck here. I, uh, I, have, I have personally attended 17 consecutive E3s. Wow. That's More amazing. That's amazing. How does that even happen? It just does. I didn't even know there were that many E3s. 19 consecutive E3s there have been. I've I, I, I've done 17. What was the oh, coolest well. thing at your first E3? First E3 coolest thing that we... Uh, the Sailor Moon Dancers. Oh, man. I would see that. I that guess. happened. Actually, the other coolest thing was um, Data East had a machine that you could take a photo of yourself and then it would burn your photo onto a rubber stamp that you could then stamp onto paper. Nice. Man, just just Data East being at an E3 is exciting yep. to me. <laughs> data <laughs> East. Data East. God. Uh, so, b- before, we begin, <laughs> before we begin, I have to ask, who won E3 this year? Me. Well, very, very clearly, it was Microsoft. Yeah? With the, with the Xbox One. Uh, in, God, in, in addition to uh, multi-platform AAA titles such as Destiny... Uh, they're, they're also bringing the originality with uh, console exclusives such as Titanfall uh, and uh, the other uh, multi-platform titles such as Call of Duty Ghosts. And if you don't like modern warfare or future warfare, they're taking it all the way back to ancient Rome with Rise. So you really can't go wrong with the uh, Xbox One. Wait, is Rise just Call of Duty Ancient Warfare? Did you just... That's basically what it feels like, yeah. I mean, that's the way they seem to be marketing it. It definitely plays a lot differently than that. Rise. That, so that's my answer. Microsoft won. And also, <laughs> th- did you guys see? Uh, Microsoft has no DRM. Uh, they yeah. have. Uh, you can sell and buy used games. I think that, so. that that saying no DRM might be a misnomer, but they uh, miss miss miss. I don't know. That's not the right word, but that might not be some kind correct. of a nomer. The point nomers. is, I, I'm not sure it's 100 percent correct. Let's not. Let's not. Jumped to any conclusions. It's one of them nomers. I like any kind of nomer, actually. Sure. Yeah. Just, I'm up for all the nomers. You know, Listen, one of my favorites nomer. is the is Nomer Heroes. Nomer <laughs> Heroes. I don't, I don't like that one. Yeah, it's not as good. I'll, I like, I'll, I'll admit. I like Mr. Nomers. <laughs> sure. sure. I want to call myself Mr. Nomer. Um, it's what what I found interesting is that. Yeah, it, the E3 was entirely just about the horse race between the two consoles, and when Sony dropped the bombs about not having any DRM, and people were shouting and cheering and crying and whatever, like oh, that was, was great. A, yeah, it was funny. It, it was it was, it was funny. hard to measure. Uh, it was hard to measure if there was more shrieking about Sony's uh, and you can sell used games 
Uh, like it was, if there was more shrieking about that than there was about the reveal of Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Yeah, it's always um, great. Actually, I didn't to measure that in my brain because Nintendo's was uh, what do you call it? That was in a much smaller room. It was shriek proof yeah. back in 2005, so it seemed really loud. Whereas the Sony one was pretty loud, but if it had been in a smaller room, would it have been louder than the Zelda: Twilight Princess one? We'll never know because we can't. Go back. It was it was yeah. definitely interesting to go around E3 yeah. and hear basically everyone just talking about Microsoft and Sony and being like, yeah, Nintendo theoretically is also here. Nobody really knows. I mean, you know that I it's it's of course a microcosm of just the people E3 you talk to. and <laughs> no, it's 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 just E3 and press people have to talk about certain things. Yeah. Um, they talk about the news, and Nintendo was like, "We have news. We have a cat suit." No, and, uh, they had, Nintendo. We have news. We have like, I don't know, nine great exclusive games or something. Yep, yeah, that's cool. I don't know who cares it's, about it's, that. It's it's funny to me that just now, uh, just now, people like Kotak and uh, whoever else are uh, picking on Nintendo for just using doing the same franchises again and again. It's like, you know, you could have started making fun of them about this. Five or six, seven or eight years ago, you know why? Why now? Yeah, they didn't like. I mean, and then it's funny that I I was making fun of Nintendo for doing the same stuff, like. But now, uh, now it's I cool. That Mario. Well, congratulations. I'm like, now I'm like, oh, now it's cool to. Uh, well, let's make fun sit on that for a while because uh, the theme of this week's show is I've handpicked twenty games from uh, this year's E3. All right. We're going to take about three minutes to discuss each of them. In the okay. style of our hit Genesis show, if you so choose, you can uh, pass on one, and we'll have that time at the end to discuss games that oh. you uh, would like to discuss that didn't make the list. Can we rank these in, in oh. order? Let's sure, just, you can. Uh, yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> I mean, if everybody else doesn't want to participate, I'll just sure. do it no, that's by fine myself. Okay. I, oh, I right, let's pick, rank them in order. And let's, uh, I've picked these somewhat arbitrarily. So I've played like games. five games, so we'll that's see. That's okay. You have There's the a, internet. You know, yeah. There, there may be games, games you liked or you hated or don't really want to discuss, and we'll uh, adjust as we go along. Let's begin with Battlefield 4. Pass. <laughs> okay. Battle, battle, battle more, more like Befortlefield. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, yeah. It's got a lot of graphics. Um, I didn't play it, but it sure looks good. And During uh, that, that one Microsoft press conference, they showed a demo of it, and I was like, Hey, that's cool. Graphics are really cool now. And I mean, yeah, I just unpretentiously, I was like, man, they're doing the a, lot, a lot of good stuff with graphics now. The two times I looked up from my phone to see that trailer, all I saw was like rain, and I couldn't see a game. I just saw smears of color. No, they had like a, a, a plane that fell down and fell apart and was all physics-y, and then they had things moving around. They had big explosions that looked really good. They had fire that looked pretty amazing. I have no yeah. trouble believing any of this. They had all the all the graphics, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and then just yeah, looking they, at that ocean all. that they had, that was like, what what does it take to put this in just a section of a game? Well, like, yeah, what what I'm thinking is the thing I liked about Battlefield 4 was uh, uh, that I'm just sitting there like, man, in a couple of years, really cool games are going to have graphics yeah, like this. Yeah, every so, time I see this... That's Don't how I, I believe that, Tim. That's how I appreciate AAA games. That's Every time I see that cool stuff, I'm like, I wish I could explore this area instead of shooting dudes, but that's never going to happen. Like but what? Like, I feel what? like if they have that level of graphic fidelity, 
and amazing polygon counts and stuff throughout the whole game. It's going to be amazing like polygon counts. APC also yep. stands for Armored Patrol Carrier. That's right. Um, so that stands in the. It's it's uh it's gonna be like five minutes long if if they have that much con um visual. Well, they're just gonna repeat you know the building blocks of content, aren't they? Like you know, just build a really long level with like pieces of those very nice. I'm I'm exaggerating slightly. I know what you're saying, but I mean that's that's true. And but Tim, I want to ask you. So like, if you're saying in like four years, really cool games are gonna have this. Like, what games now have four years ago super good graphics? Because I I'm confused. Hmm. I guess The Last the of Witness? Us, but that's still... Yeah, I mean, The, Man, last, the last of Us of is the Holy same. Holy Lord. That game that's not because of, like, the, the like, Naughty Dog paved its own way there. I, 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 the, that's not how I understood your point. They built their own graphics, yeah. Those yeah. guys, that, that Naughty Dog, man, wow. That, that The Last of Us, or Thelostophus, as I call it, that, that game's fantastic. The graphics are fantastic, anyway. That's the end of that story. So anyway, so far Battlefield 4 is our game of the show then, right? I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most graphics. We can fill sure. that speaker up to, that, to like 500 milliliters right there. And it's in right terms of hype and in terms of graphics, yeah, it's about 500 milliliters. Okay. So that's number one. Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. Uh, for probably sucks. Day. Yeah, yeah, it probably sucks. Cast this is a game that's got, times. It's got Dracula in it, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like a big he's like a biggish dude with a beard and he's like old and cool. Is that what it is? <laughs> so that's that's what we're dealing with now. That's that's what gets the, the dollars and cents is biggish dudes with beards who are old and cool. So me in a few years. Yeah, heck yeah. Heck mm-hmm. yeah. You're worth a lot of money. Yeah, you're already three quarters of the way there. That's I'd true. Play, I'd play a video game about Christian Nutt. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> so Cri- I mean, Christian well, Nutt is is uh, is our number one game thus far. <laughs> sure. In, in four years, you'll actually be able to use the Battlefield engine to for this game. Right to when play I'm Christian about, Nutt. right when I'm about to turn forty, it's perfect. See. Oh man, yeah. the game can be called Christian Nutt. Christian Nutt's fortieth birthday. Be the name <laughs> of the game. Yeah, yeah. It'll be. Uh, there you go. Thirteen o- over thirteen times better than the third birthday. Good old third birthday. Yeah, the third, yeah. the third birthday. That game game's nothing compared to the fortieth birthday. Too bad they made that game. It is. Is so, it a problem that they made that game? Yeah, they shouldn't have done it. Why? Why didn't they think about not making that game instead? They could have definitely put a lot of thought into that. So, in terms of uh, games that, if somebody put them, if if they arrived in one FedEx envelope together at the same time, I would definitely open up Lords of Shadow two and play it before playing Battlefield four. Oh God. Huh. Right. I, I would not. I would definitely not. I would play Battlefield first yeah, for sure. Me too. Battlefield at least is like culturally relevant. The other one's just a bad God of War ripoff with HD graphics. Yeah. Like I'd just rather play Bad God of War than play Bad God of War ripoff. At least Battlefield is like technically relevant and culturally relevant to like a lot of people. I think Battlefield Four might have Battlefield Four might have an idea in it. You know, there's and that. That's true. There you, you go. Could, you could poke around in there and find that idea. And Lords of Shadow Two is not going to have any ideas. I thought it's got Dracula. Like you get to go to a big city and kill people in a like a first person or not first person. You you know what I'm talking about? Twelfth person. A twelfth person shooter. It's, it's a lot of people. Twelve. It sounds like a jury, like a whole does jury. With does he have like a, <laughs> a man a twelfth person shooter? I would play that. Great. Let's do it. Where you're uh, you're you're the, a murderer trying to kill the jury, that could be like a new. That sounds like a new uh, Killer Seven No More Heroes 
mm-hmm. spinoff. Sure. Serial killer has to, or a hitman has to kill every member of the jury. It can be called 12th person shooter. Yep. Well, I Our gotta next... go, guys. I, I've got a video <laughs> game to make. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Suda on the horn. So you guys would seriously rather play Battlefield? Than, so Battlefield is number one, and Lords of Shadow Two is number two. Lords yeah. of Shadow Two is is in the like lowest possible tier of games I would want to play. Actually, it's really low down there. I, th- I think it's because I care about Castlevania for some stupid That's reason. One reason. And but so the other reason is that they're horrible. Like I played the demo of. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Our next game is D4 uh, by Swery. Number one. I guess that's number one, even though we know absolutely nothing about it. And it I know that cool. a little tiny video. I know Brandon, he's making it. Brandon yeah. loves Deadly Premonition. Uh, that's true. Because uh, he turns the difficulty level down to easy because the shooting is boring. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, but this... you won't play Animal Crossing still. It what, gets... what do you like about it? Do you like that it's weird and it has weird characters and you get to hang out in cool places? And yeah, I like hanging out in cool it. Stuff. it. It's a fun hangout, but also once. Once Animal you beat... Crossing's pretty fun to hang out. Yeah. No, once life. you beat the game, then you can go back through it when you have the uh, the grass cutter, and you oh, can play cutter. play through every scenario level, uh, all of the uh, shooty bits, like it was a speed run kind of thing. Because you've you've got this agent honor stuff that you can that you can pick up, and it it's actually laid out in the best possible path through the level. And when you have the grass cutter, you can just run through enemies, so you can actually go through those levels super fast and that's actually kind of fun and if they had made the combat that way from the beginning I might have enjoyed it a lot more so it the the combat actually does become a bit of a fun later on but um, in terms of D4 it's a game that so my, my, oh, yeah. is probably going to be a fun time for me because he's definitely going to do a lot of that same stuff it's also going to be episodic and I don't think we've ever really seen an episodic Japanese, like large-ish scale video game before. Yeah, I don't what think about Dot Hack? What about Sonic the Hedgehog Four? Sonic uh, the Hedgehog Four currently, currently on episode two. After they said they were going to release an episode, what every six months, and then yeah. like three years later they released. Yeah, I don't two. think that counts, and I don't think Dot Hack counts because those are full stop. Uh, those are like sequels, more like. Yeah. No, they're they're really episodes. They were initially pitched as being all different angles on okay. one story episodes, well, but... It hasn't been done very many times. At no, it's, it says a bit... And anyway, I'm just saying that to, to catch you out. It's not been done like this in the Walking Dead sort of style, I'm sort of yeah. guessing. Yeah. Um, the, I, yeah, I don't know anything about it besides that trailer, but at least it was a game that looked interesting. Yep. I'll give it that. Yeah, it, look, it has an interesting look. Uh, it looks like uh, he... And I don't, I don't want to make like it's a game made by one person, because obviously there are many people making decisions there. Indeed. But it looks like he, quote-unquote, he has a, uh, what do you call it, more money to do weirder stuff. Yeah. So that's cool, because Deadly Premonition is pretty low-key in, like, the kind of the best possible way. But uh, yeah. it's uh, it looks like he's allowed to be a little bit more middle-key in this one, mm-hmm. so that makes it look more exciting. Uh, it's on the Xbox One, right? That's yeah, right. It's, it's also interesting from the perspective of, like, a first-party funding this game. Yes. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, let's finish this thought here. Yeah, finish the thought. That's that's basically it. I'm just surprised to to, to see yeah. that. That was like one of the most optimistic sort of things because I'd expect Microsoft to be funding, you know, like Rise and only Rise. Yeah, so, I was right, really right. surprised to see in the in the conference when they're like, yeah, we're really pleased to be working with acclaimed 
director Sweary sixty five, and I was like, wow. That's so right right after the I conference, uh, Chris Charla uh, came up to me outside, and he's like, he's like, did you hear anything about D four before the conference? And I was like, no. And then he was like, he was like, heck yeah, that means uh, we did pretty good on that. And I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. They uh, they kept that a secret, maybe because mainstream games media people who dig up secrets don't really care. My big question about D four though, my big question is, I played D and I played D two. Uh, there is no D three. Are they skipping that one? Is it really yeah, related that, to D or not? No, or it's, that, it's not. It's not. Or is that well? Or is D three just D three publishers like the complete? Yeah, D three publishers. D three publisher. I think Deadly uh, Premonition is D three. If the E in Deadly Premonition is like or a three. Oh first, my yeah. God, you're right. Wow. No wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Deadly Premonition is D thirty fourly Premonition. That's right. So that's, that's actually D thirty four. So they so skipped. Close. Push yeah, the button yeah. again. Okay, so so uh, I guess D four is number one. Yeah, Battle yeah, I guess it is number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then... <laughs> and Castlevania: Lord of the Shadow two is number three. Number three. Uh, well, next is Destiny. Destiny. Oh. Well, I'm gonna say something. I think I think the aliens look cool. I like their red capes and I like their multiple arms. I, I think, think the art little... direction in general is very very good. It looks very yeah. Halo-y to me. It looks mm. like well, it looks like Halo plus. Uh, late 1980s anime to me. Hmm. I didn't get that vibe, except for the fact that they have capes. I love the capes, god darn. Capes are uh, cool. That live demo that they did at the PlayStation conference was uh, kind of boring to watch, but... Yeah, and uh, it crashed in the middle it, of it. it cra- I feel like those crashes were on purpose. Like they were, they were putting those in there so that it makes it... More no. authentic. I they were they were definitely not on purpose. So it's like you're you're running. freaking out. You're this, yeah yeah. I was just kind of joking. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. I think that demo was a little bit boring, and then at the end it looked kind of exciting, and then I was like, well, wait a minute. I guess uh, it's probably more exciting if you're playing it, because it's uh, it looks to me like it's Diablo with with uh, a first person shooter Diablo, which it is kind of is yeah sort of what. Borderlands is, but I think Borderlands is uh, really sloppy and not made by people who uh, are really serious about stuff. So two years ago, um, I I interviewed for a job on working on Destiny. I don't know if anybody knew this about me. I do. Um, so they were uh, th- they were hiring uh, economists, people with with math backgrounds, and uh, uh, they ended up hiring somebody I think who's like a like a PhD in economics to do their game system balancing. So like the amount of HP that bosses have and the amount of money each bullet is worth in the in the scope of the world. So I feel like Borderlands was just kind of a whole bunch of kids throwing Play-Doh at the walls in terms of game design. I mean, no offense if any Borderlands game designers are listening to this, but I, I feel like Destiny probably is going to have a really, really solidly put together. Oh, yeah. It has ten times as much budget and time also. Yeah. I mean, that's another one, yeah. And uh, it's got that Activision money. Yeah. And uh, Activision, say what you will about those guys. and yeah, they, they seem to know what they're doing when it comes to making billions of dollars. So, so where is it on our impromptu list? Hmm, I'd, I'd put it under D4. Personally. Yeah, I'd put it number two, probably. That's where I would put it, yeah. I think D four D four is still so far the most exciting of these. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah. Are you doing yeah. these in alphabetical order? No, you're not. Yes, you uh, are. Yes, I am. 
Oh, okay. 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 Ne- next is Don't Starve. Don't oh. Starve. Don't uh, Starve. Game, I like that game, actually. The game came out on the PC. They showed it on the PlayStation 4. It's an okay sort of game. I, that's all I got for that. I liked it uh, when I was playing it, except unfortunately it kept crashing when I was playing it in Chrome. Uh, it crashed a lot, but it's crashed in Chrome. It's it's a fun game to just kind of tool around in and do crafting things and stay alive. And I like that it's I like that it's 2D, not because of preferring 2D things, but because it's easier to get me uh, for me to get an idea of the scope of what I'm doing because I can pretty much see a lot of what's what's available to me. Uh, also, it's interesting that Jamie Chang was the kind of creator, uh, creative director guy of, of Clay Entertainment was talking about how they or- originally had quests in it <clears throat> and they found that people were really engaged until the quests were over and then they would stop playing it forever. But yeah. if, they, if they didn't have quests and they made it much more freeform, then they would have fewer people that were engaged, but they would stay engaged for way longer. And, um, ah. and they decided that that was kind of a better way to go about it, just have some people that were really enthusiastic about it that could feel like they could play it forever. And uh, that's kind of neat. I think that's smart. Yeah. Given choices. Yeah. So uh, I, it's cool. I'm not going to put it above um, Destiny, but I'll put it above um, Battlefield Four. Battlefield World. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, I I don't know. I I I think it's kind of what do you call it? I don't want to be mean, but it's kind of just a nothing game to me. It's just kind of like a little tiny. No, it's it is a little tiny game. Little I but tiny mutant. Kind of chicken wing thing. I'll it's play not it for really longer like a... than Battlefield, though. No, I, I uh, probably just opt to not play either at all. I'd read a book or watch TV on Netflix. That's not that's not an option here. <laughs> there's, there's no Wait, option. If, if I were given both games, and okay, I were told we... to choose one, I would probably play Battlefield. Instead. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna put read a book on the list of our top favorite E3 games, I think Read a Book <laughs> is going to be number one. It's Heck a little yeah. unfair. Okay, uh, I guess then uh, Christian is the deciding vote. Is Don't Starve above or below Battlefield 4? I'd, I'd play it before I'd play Battlefield. So okay. You but, you can, but you can play it right now. Yeah, so do you it. Just go on the internet. You don't have to. Well, I'm certainly it. not going to buy a PlayStation 4 at launch, so if I do want to play Don't Starve, I'm going to be playing it uh, on not a PlayStation 4. Our next game is Final Fantasy XV, nay, versus thirteen. Final Fantasy XV is more like Final Fantasy Heck Yeah. It's going to come into town, and it's going to steal all the ponies. And it's going to press the stop button on all the elevators, and it's going to uh, uh, jump really high into the air and and (laughs) cut a cloud in half and then make it rain. I I feel like it's what it's gonna do re elevators is push all the buttons for all the floors on on the elevators. I think that's a pretty good analogy. And, and you're just gonna be inside the elevator, being like, God, I gotta get to the twenty third floor, and I have to wait for this stupid thing, and keep jamming on the door close buttons so you can try to get there faster. But it's still gonna take a long time. It's it's sort of good. exciting to to think about uh, what was going on at Square 
uh, as they were making that game. It is like, actually. That it's is like fun. We've, we've got this Final Fantasy 13 versus 13 game here. Uh, what do uh, we can do? We still don't with, know what it is. They've just been allowing artists, uh, concept artists, 3D artists, animators to just to just multiply the cancer to just. Well, I think they just also had a non-functional engine, and their solution is to throw it at the next generation of. Video game consoles with much bigger processors. That's really that's really what's happening. I mean, process my, more haircuts, process more zippers. Well, process wor- any haircut. <laughs> I mean, did you see the frame rate? I mean, sorry to keep going, but like, if you look at the the video, they showed the parts of it that were actually real time. The frame rate was balls. So and it was pretty speak, balls. Yeah. Speaking of things that are balls and Square Enix wasting time and money. What about that friggin' demo for a game that they're never gonna make that they showed to be like, yeah, look at our new technology. Prophecy? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They thought it would generate hype. I I can't. But, but like, like let's let's spend several months, probably six months, making a crazy thing that we're just gonna throw away, and like six months on a marketing video, essentially. Well, they've done that before in the. I, yeah, I'm. It's still insane to me that they do it. So, like, it, the thing about Final Fantasy 15 though is, I sure as heck uh, am gonna play it. Till yeah. you know, its its face falls off, you know, <laughs> which could be in ten hours or could be in ninety hours. But I will actually pick that game up and yeah, uh, I actually will. play it. I liked Crisis Core, and they just the Crisis Core director is now the co-director of the game to maybe rein in Nomura's. Uh, Hopefully, they take or something. The, uh, I, that, uh, what do you call it? They take that slot machine thing out of the battle system. You know, I didn't hate the slot machine, but I did hate how every side quest was one of three things that you could do, and it's like, do this again, do this again, for like a hundred side quests. I, yeah, you know, I didn't do the side quests. You guys that. are going to probably have to put Final Fantasy XV a little lower on the list because of me, because that, that is okay. absolutely the I'm last not, game I want right. to play. So where I'm are we not putting optimistic, it? optimistic, honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm not still going to play it. Pessimistic, I will play it. I actually like the worldview of the game, um, and I've had a lot of arguments about this with my boyfriend, but... (laughs) I like like the art. I think it looks looks like... I think it's cool, but I think it's... I mean, this is the the inheritor of the the spirit of Kingdom Hearts, let's not forget, and the original Kingdom Hearts team, not the one that made more recent, better-playing ones, so... Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of mashing and jumping and looking cool, and... I hope yeah, they yeah. at least like hire a person with a background in writing to write the story because yeah. that would that's all they have to do. I mean, to keep me going. My Maybe theory about watched versus, a couple of TV shows. Right. My theory about Versus Thirteen was that it was just some elaborate wag the dog style thing that Nomura was putting up as an edifice just so he wouldn't have to think about Kingdom Hearts three for another second. But there is no, Kingdom I, Hearts three now, think, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's finally caught up to him. They have yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I mean, they they founded that new Kingdom Hearts team, Square Enix Osaka, which made uh, made Birth by Sleep and uh, Dream Drop Distance. So I'm assuming they're going to sure. be making Kingdom Hearts three. So yeah, just, the actually just a, okay games in the series. A seriously, a serious cavalcade of excellent names from that company down there. Oh yeah, sure. well, I mean, that's nothing beats three five eight days over two. Come on, three yeah. five eight days except over saying, two. Except saying it in katakana, three five eight days ovatsu. Isn't yeah. that like uh, uh, what three hundred fifty-eight divided by two? What is that? Is that like one hundred and seventy-five plus two plus five? 
plus yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's six. Yeah, exactly. Six, Ninety-five million. So where are we putting? Where are we putting Final Fantasy fifteen? I would put it above Battlefield because it's got the cooler graphics. No, it doesn't okay. have cooler graphics. No, I put it below graphics, Battlefield. It depends on how you define graphics. They're they're just they're just trying to get all the dudes from Shibuya to be in a Middle Eastern uh, Middle Eastern uh, medieval setting. It's actually not a medieval setting. There's like whole parts of it like Shinjuku. Yeah, there's there's highways and stuff in it, man. Yeah. Can we agree to put it above Battlefield but below Don't Starve? Mm, I guess. Don't Starve I mean, shouldn't even be on the list. It's already yeah, I know it shouldn't. I, I really only put it on there because I felt guilty about putting all these sequels on there. Squakels. <laughs> Don't Starve is a is a is a sequel to Being Dumb. Oh no! <laughs> okay, you've completely owned the list. Ouch! I'm gonna, anyway, I'm just gonna delete it from the list entirely now. Don't delete Final it. Fan- <laughs> okay. Final Fantasy uh, should just be somewhere on there. Let's think about it later. Let's get, right, let's we'll keep... think about it later. Our next game is the remake of Killer Instinct. Oh my! Is that yeah. scary? Okay. Me. Well, okay. Here you go. Here's what that game is. Are you ready? What that game is is if you've got like three eighty-year-old women, right? Yeah. And you put. You put them in a room and told them that it would explode if they tried to leave and that the only way you would let them leave and not have the room explode was if they made Street Fighter 4, right? Yeah, or... You gave them a whole bunch of computers and they had to learn how to use a computer and then learn how to, how to program and then how to make Street Fighter. That's the game that they would yeah. make. I mean, yeah. I think the simpler version of this is if you hire a mediocre work-for-hire developer and tell them to make Street Fighter 4, that's, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... So, Brandon said he had fun when he yeah, played I'll, it. Here, I'll tell, I'll tell you what. I had some fun playing it. Um, it was kind of an enjoyable time to just mess around with, but it won't be a good game because, first of all, there's no way you're going to play that game over a network because of all the like sparks and particle effects on that Jago fireball that just particles everywhere like that that will it will not be possible to play that game online without significant changes also they planned to launch with four characters uh four they characters. couldn't even get four done so that's why they're launching with two with two one of which is free and the re- the other of which you have to buy you have to buy all the rest of the characters and the reason that's happening is because it's like they're they're trying out the free to play model because they couldn't finish the game, which is like not the best. That's um, how you make your business decisions. Yeah. For, so, for what it's worth, though, I would say that uh, somebody had to try it first. They had to try the free to play thing uh, yeah. on a triple A game. So well, here's the thing: it's not, not a bad idea to do it with a fighting game, obvious no. for obvious reasons. But don't do it. I think with a fighting game that's totally not done and like yeah totally... and with a shitty developer that doesn't know how to d- I mean sorry to those guys but they haven't made anything good so and they might not ever wh- why do they keep my question is why do they keep getting these big franchises why did they get to do armored core wait you, you know? mean front mission front mission same front thing mission. uh well <laughs> same I mean, thing when I they found did out it, why basically. front mission was made and it was just a I mean, can I say this? It's like it was just a skew filler. Like we have a financial plan, we need to fill a fill a slot with a game. They they could have filled it with my game that I was making instead of that. 
Well, yeah, yeah but yours I, wasn't attached to a, uh, an existing IP. Yeah, I should have. I should have called my game Front Mission. Yeah, it should have just been Front Mission Seven. I, but I mean, in the end, like the thing about this thing, and I'd rather talk about this than the actual fucking game because it's going to be dog shit. Sorry, is. Like, what interests me is that, like, first of all, like, big companies like Microsoft will, like, sign a developer who has no technology or genre experience to, like, make a game like this. And then secondly, like, the studio heads, knowing that they need to sign a game to not sync, will sign the game to not sync, knowing that they're going to execute mediocrely. And then when it comes time to sign their next game, they're going to be confronted with their own 53 Metacritic or whatever, yet they have no choice. Um, I think that's... Like I mean, it's like the Star Trek game was the same thing, right? And also, oh, I want to I want to get just a couple words in about how I well, think they had the, this shooter technology, not as bad as this. Nonsense, the, but the game is just it's it's not a good fighting game, and they're they're trying to make it like they seem really confused uh, about the marketing of it. Like they're trying to make it like a casual fighting game, so it can be like your first fighting game. But they're also mm-hmm. trying to make it like, yeah, we're gonna take this to Evo, and uh, it's gonna be for hardcore fighting game people. But it's like, it's just so so like not together like okay like saber wolf's fierce punch attack is he does this he goes like like that like he just kind of twitches his body like imagine a dolphin standing up on its flippers and kind of does this with its nose like that's his attack he's he's biting you kind of doing that so he just goes like that and it's like it's it's just like kind of a dolphin just doing a little tiny wiggle and it's like that's your your fierce attack and if it hits there's like a big puff of blood pops out and it's like heck yeah. No, I mean the, the worst the worst thing about that is they there's have... no friction or feeling or weight. What well, was the, the worst thing about it? The, well the worst thing it's it's related to that. It's you know, the uh the frames of animation on the thing uh for Saberwolf hitting fierce has fewer frames of animation than uh, hitting the light attack, which means oh there is no reason to ever use light because fierce is stronger and faster. Yeah, so that, that's it's like it's a game. A it seems like it's yeah. just built for people who eat all their meals with a spoon. You know, yeah, like, what it feels like. <laughs> like, like where's where where did where did Ryu and Ken's fierce punch from Street Fighter Two go? You know, just like the kind of steps forward and punches his arms straight out, you know, and you can see his back because he's yeah. punching. He's, like, leaning his arms so straight forward. And it's just like, you know, where did, where did that go? That looked like god darn something. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so Killer Instinct is the spork of... More like Killer Instinct. <laughs> Yikes. How do you not Killer do instinct. the... Like, how do you not understand the, like, the you know, jab, medium, fierce... Yeah. Thing? Like, I mean, I, I don't have I'm a. No the bigger question is how does everybody? Center. The bigger question is how does everybody not just play? How's, how has nobody except me in the whole world ever played Virtua Fighter? Oh, <laughs> some people have played it, I think. So it, is it, this below no, no. Lords of Shadow too? Yeah. Yeah. Put it down there. Put it down. There. Actually, put I'd put it, it above Lords of Shadow no. because I'm interested no. in, in seeing what it's like. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. At least I want to see it. I literally would live. Wait, which, uh, which I, I would live to a hundred without ever seeing Lords of Shadow. All right, in person. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, my deciding vote here is, is which which of the two characters is the free one, Brandon? Do you know? Jago. Is Jago the free one? Yeah. Well, I guess I wouldn't mind having a Jago versus Jago at my house. I mean, I do that every day anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, let's have a Jago versus Jago. Come on over when I get my Xbox One. A, a, right. a, a Jago off, if you will. 
Yeah, we'll have a Django <laughs> off. Oh, <laughs> very good, very good. Lego my Django. The next game on our list Lego is. Lego <laughs> The next game on our list is Knack. No. Oh. Mm. Yes. Is that serious? Wait, wait, is it, is yes. it Knack or is it Knack? It's Knack. It's Knack. I think it's Knack. 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 So, uh, uh, is is Knack for the? It's not for the Connect. It's for the no. PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, Connect is for the Connect. Wait, will, no, will he get Sonic in it so it can be Sonic and Knackles? Sonic and Knackles? I'd play Knackles. So okay. I haven't played it, and honestly, I don't know yeah. anything about it except that Mark Cerny's making it. And Mark Cerny's making the, making the hell out of it. I wish game. Mark Cerny was my dad. That's, yeah. I, I just want to put that out there. Yeah. I, I wish he was my dad. I like my dad a lot, too, but Mark, Mark Cerny can be my second dad. He can be my other dad, my stepdad. I, I know that it's got a really weird guitar solo in the middle that doesn't fit with the rest of the song. Honk. I, it's, it's been brought to my attention that Mark Cerny is a, a really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. I've just, I've just heard firsthand from a You just got the information? Actually, yeah, I just got the information from a, right. from a human who has spoken to him in person. This just in. This, I've talked to him a bunch of T- times. TJI. Mark Cerny's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, so I would definitely let him be my dad and... Uh, we have so far spectacularly failed to talk about Knack. Man, okay, so I played it for about 30 seconds. And oh, did you? Yeah. It was playable? Yeah, it was playable. It was right there on the show floor. God darn it. It was on the, uh, yeah, and it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I don't like how ugly the character gets as he gets more powerful. I would oh, say yeah. in general the character designs are on the, on the Jack and Daxter-ish, ugly, somehow personality-free yet ugly side. I mean, the, the human, what about the human characters? That's they what I'm talking real, about. Oh, really? They have a real Tezuka Osamu look to me. Kind of a Tezuka Osamu shaking hands with Jack and Daxter. By the way, did you know Jack and Daxter collection is available for the PlayStation Vita as of yesterday? Oh, man, really? Because I just bought it on the PlayStation 3 Souls. Oh, man, you should just... Uh, Hmm. I can't return don't, it. Don't we know people at Sony? Can't we just get download? Yeah, we should. Codes we should just get it because man, yeah, because I've. I, I'd rather you, play it not, on my Vita for sure. Have you not ever played the Jack and Daxter games? No, I hate. Oh that's man, why I bought it. Man, I've got them right here. Oh, that's it right there. I got them right um, upstairs. Oh man, you know what? I, I have every Naughty Dog game on my shelf right now. Naughty Dog. For what it's worth, every Dog. So let's let's get back to Knackles. Uh, um, I don't know because I didn't play it. Um, okay, well, what do you I'd think? I'd put of... it above, like, certainly above Don't Starve and Battlefield and... Yeah, yeah I'd put it above all those because, you but know what? Destiny. It is It is a new mm-hmm. IP. It is, put... it is, it it's is above new... Destiny for me and below D4. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's it's good. below Destiny for me. Below Destiny? Well, here's what it is. It's, it's I a guess new, it's up it's, to you, Tim. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to talk. Uh, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> It's a, it's it's a new series. Yeah, it's uh, it has cartoon graphics. Yeah, cartoon. It's not. Car-traffics. It's not a shooting game. Yes, yeah, but connect, right. Shouldn't we like be kind of excited about that? I think. Yes. It goes, yeah. I'd put it right below D four. There it is. That's what I was more like doing Ratchet too, and Knank. So. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot more like that. Hey, Brandon, do you want to come over and play uh, Jack and Dexter 2 on my TV? Sure. Because it's one of my favorite games ever, and it's really fun to just I heard sit about that. and play. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like I owe it to myself to play all of the games that Yasuhara has touched with his design mitts. Yeah, J&D 2 is, uh, is so good that uh, yeah. you, you will play it and you will go, oh... There is a 3D Sonic the Hedgehog, and it's yeah. right here. Yeah, I'll give it a try, see. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'll give you the play it's track. It's darn good. Level There's two that want to play in your Two in your is opinion. the one to play. Because I'm not going to uh, sit through all three of those. It, yeah, okay. Off. Don't, don't play. The first one is cool, but they do this hilarious thing where they summarize the whole first game in like 20 seconds at the beginning of the second one. And uh, you, you, you get the idea in like less than 20 seconds. And yeah, two is the one to play. Three, you might like two so much that you end up playing three. And that's not a bad thing either. Three is really good. Has great right. dune buggy physics. Boondaggy. Fantastic boondaggy physics. <laughs> I saw that coming a mile away. Foon, foon buggy physics. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> Hit the next one. Just break it off, Jaffy. Come on. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Uh, that's, oh. uh, guess what? Guess okay. what? I don't care. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy oh, the yeah. ever-loving yeah. crap out of that game. Yes. Wait, don't y'all yes. have to buy... Wait, is, is that a, a threeds or is it a Wii U? It's a Wii U. So Guess you're going to have to buy Wii U's? Oh, that's I, am, yes. I am going to... I'm not going to use the word buy, but I'm going to obtain a Wii U. Are you going to steal it? I'm one? not going to steal it either. No, I'm not going to steal it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get one. Let's, let's just say that. I think the Wii U is a device that is worth having now. At Why? least by, it will be by the end of the year. Why? Yeah, there's a, there's good, good stuff on it. Uh, Wonderful 101. Pick Zelda. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful 101. Boy, those are things um, I don't care about. Yeah, Man, but I mean, it doesn't mean you can you say that, that, that I'm wrong. It just means you don't Brandon, care. If, if I have a Wii U plugged into this television, yeah. and if I have the Legend of Z -Z Zelda Wind Waker HDD yeah. in it, I had to fake stutter is how cool that game is going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, that game is in straight up 1080p, okay, first of all. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious that after a whole hardware generation where 1080p was a buzzword, right? You were finally nobody, getting a couple. Nobody made a 1080p game, and everybody's like, look at Nintendo with their stupid standard definition Wii. And then Nintendo makes the first, like, lit real 1080p game, and it's going to be like... Is really the first? I don't know about that. Uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Well, their Mario uh, thing is already 1080p. Their Mar new Super Mario Brothers Wii U, but... Ooh. Well, at any rate, it's going to be gorgeous, and oh, it's I've actually a game I've wanted to play oh, for yeah. the last nine years, but failed to, so that is a kind of exciting moment oh, man, for they, me. Did you hear, Christian Nutt, that they made the boat faster? and they? I've heard all this stuff, yeah. Basically, they're going to streamline it in a nice way. It's yeah, they've also made the entire world seamless with no loads. Did you hear that? I've never like seems sometimes. They've, they've done some technology stuff to it. So nice. I'm a that comes out in October and Yeah, I'm uh, super excited. Uh so does the the new like I, I don't know, do you have the other Zelda game on this list as well, Jaffe? Uh no, just this one. Oh okay. Well we might as well talk about the other one too. The yeah. uh the the the, the, the 3DS past link to the two. link to the past uh, link to the sequel. Party. uh it's actually called a link between worlds, so L B W. Uh, LBW is what it is now. So, Lyndon B. Watson. Uh, Lyndon B. Watson. Lyndon <laughs> B. Wonton. Lyndon B. Wonton. There you go. Okay, so, so Lyndon, <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Lyndon B. Wonton is uh, uh, that. I looked at that one on a 3DS, and some lady was walking around the booth, and she goes, would you like to play this game while you wait? And I look at it, and I go, no, I'm just going to buy that game later. That's what I said to her, and I did this. And then she was like, yeah, okay. And just For those of you that are just so, listening to this as a podcast, I, I, Tim I did a double snapping motion. Oh, can you yeah. not? Could you not hear my fingers snap? I heard no. them. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay, so I said, "I'm just gonna buy it later." Is what I said. And she went, "Okay." <laughs> and that was it. So, like, uh, <laughs> that game actually looks like uh, it has good combat. 
uh, very nice frictive combat. They added some of the uh, the pluses of the 3D Zeldas to a, a 2D Zelda that has really really cute use of 3D graphics. It's really just New Legend of Zelda. I'm kind of curious to see what that means. Yeah, I, I presume it means a whole bunch of different dungeons. Mm-hmm. And I think what they're doing is they're like they're doing some sort of alternate universe plotline where it's like there's an alternate universe linked to the past and you can like travel between the original link to the past and then this sure. different one and the dungeons are different and the people are different and something like that is like that's the impression I got from the the marketing materials in the trailer. So I think these uh, in other words, Nintendo figured out how to make Zelda cool, and it's to stop trying to make new ones and uh, perfect the old ones. I think Wind Waker, if uh, if given some sort of streamlining once over, could actually be like a legitimately great entertainment experience. And it might even be better than reading some books. Not all books, but there are some books that the Wind Waker might be better than. Like Dan Brown? Yeah, yeah like it, it Brown. would be better than reading the Gears of War novelization. The Gears of War novelizations are actually all right. I would rather read those than play Battlefield 4. Sure. Uh, So where does Zelda go on our list? Uh, um, I want to be a jerk and uh, just put it below Destiny. Okay. Is that good? Anybody argue with that? Uh, As long as it's not above D4, I don't care. I have no idea. D4 is still on the top, okay? Still on the tippy top. Although that might change because our next game is Mad Max The Road Warrior. Mad Max is going to oh be my. cool because uh, the last I heard, George Miller, director of the Mad Max movies. And Patrick and also, Miller's dad. And Patrick Miller's dad. <laughs> and also, he's not Patrick Miller's dad. Also director of Babe and Babe, Pig in the City, which are two of the greatest works of modern art, in my opinion. Uh, I think Babe, Pig in the City is one of the most fantastic, uh, enormous artistic achievements of the 21st, well, I guess the 20th. Is it 21st? 21st it was the 20th century. One of them centuries. It was the 20th. It was one of those centuries that we I believe it, babe. I could be wrong. I'm not one a of those babe. centuries that we've been alive in. Uh, have, you seen ba- have you guys seen Babe, Pig in the City? Mm, not, no, yet. not yet. Oh, my you. God. I'm going to get it on Blu-ray. And uh, babe, Pig in the City was 1998, so it was just the 20th century. Yeah, I thought you so. had that already, Tim. I, guess I, I don't. I thought I had it, too, but it turns out I don't. Um, I'm going to get it, and then we should watch it at my house. Yeah, I'll look at it. Back to Mad Double Feature with Super Mario Brothers. So if that, yeah, yeah, why not? They would do a double feature. So like that, that movie's so good. George Miller, really smart, really cool guy. Uh, it, he's apparently allegedly involved with the game. Um, and then it's like it's Avalanche gonna, that's making it. They don't suck too bad. Yeah, they made Just Cause. Yeah, Just uh, Cause. Just, and then Just Cause Two is actually uh, should just be called Just Fun Two because it's all fun. And it's just about the fun. Yeah. Uh, they they know how to have fun with games that are fun and are also big and have some weight to them. Um, yeah. So it's like if they're making a Mad Max game and if this George Miller bro is involved and if Tom Hardy is the voice of Mad Max, which I presume Tom he Teddy. is. Because uh, Tom Hardy is playing Mad Max in the new Mad Max film coming out next April. Mad Max Fury Road, directed by George Miller, and it'll probably be the best movie ever. Um uh, I say that's probably going to be a pretty cool game. Yep. The, the end. Is it number one? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. D4 is uh, still kind of exciting. I, I think D4 is still number one for me because we don't know to what extent George Miller's involved. We don't know really anything about this game aside. Well, okay, we don't know that much about D4 either. So I have, I have a question. Yes? Are you super excited about Disney Infinity because of Avalanche's involvement? No. 
Well, I'm super excited for Disney Infinity for reasons I'll be able to get into maybe a month from now, but uh, that's not for today. Ooh. Whoa! Pederasty. That sounds like a secret. It is a secret. <laughs> it's, it's because Nintendo has uh, lifted the ban on kitty fiddling. What? Ooh. And now yeah. you can indeed molest Fiddle? children through Nintendo products. Uh, no, that, that is not why. I don't, not I don't why. think that's it. But that is happening. I don't think that's it. So wait, Mad Max was just a trailer, though, right? Yeah, it was just. It a was not a trailer was... involving any gameplay. Yeah, there was no yeah. gameplay or anything. Someone at a party, I overheard them saying the game sucks, but I don't know if they actually played it. So that's the only thing I. They know probably about it. didn't play it because there were a whole bunch of people. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people on the internet. Like if you go to any movie. Uh, website, and then when when they're talking about the new Mad Max and there's updates leaking out, and I've been reading all of them, like they're just like, oh, so Mel Gibson's not Mad Max. It's not a real Mad Max movie. Why do they keep digging these things up and ruining my childhood? It's like, was your childhood really about Mad Max? Did you actually watch Mad Max as a child? I did, and I know what I like about it. And if it's the same director writing the new Mad Max movie, yes, it's okay. You know, so, Tom Hardy also w- will be a fantastic Mad Max. It'll probably be the best movie of all time. Uh, give it up, jerks. Uh, stop being jerks. That person probably didn't ever play the game. Yikes. That's all I got. That's it. I, think, just, I feel like that That uh, basically all games suck at the stage do. that this is right now. So, like, what, yeah. what the heck? I also uh, will say that if I have to... Make a comment about this game. I don't hate it, so that's I'm neutral. I'll neutralify this one. I'm gonna put it below Knack and above Destiny. Is that okay? I might put it above Knack. Yeah, put it put it above Knack. Well, yeah, let's put it right at number two. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next is children grow up eventually. All right. Get ready to go. Get. Yeah. Get ready to go to sleep, Brandon, because our next topic is Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom mm. Pain. All right, I'm gonna take Wait, a nap. Is, it, is it the I'm Phantom Pain or is, it, or is it the P Phantom Pain? I'm gonna play some Bejeweled while you guys are talking about this. That game sure. blows. I know it does, uh, but it's better than Metal Gear Solid. Okay, first of all, Key for Sutherland. Heck yeah. yeah. That's a okay, joke. It's not I even real. Really, I don't really care about Wait, it. In the trailer that I was watching at the press conference, I was very, very impressed with the quality of the art direction. It's quite something. They, I mean, yeah, they I definitely, see. they definitely made uh, Red Redemption the uh, the 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 Metal Gear Solid is what they made. One of my favorite things about that trailer is when uh, you know they're like all new kinds of stealth, and you're run, running. You're riding on a, a running horse, and you just lean over the side of it, and your leg is still dangling off the other side. And dudes are like, "Oh, there's, there's just a running horse. There's nothing there for us to see." Yeah, I thought that was quite silly. That was a fun time for me that I had while looking at that. Also, just all the stuff like, "We need you to go to Afghanistan. You got to do the stuff, dramatic smoking thing. You are an important man, Snake." Thing. Oh, did, did you hear though that like, what, what Kojima was saying in the interviews? He's like, uh, "Now." Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm imitating the voice of the translator, the Scientologist-sounding translator who they had overdub uh, Kojima's Japanese. He's yeah. like, now Snake doesn't speak quite so many words, <laughs> whereas previously he would say, "Kaz, are you okay?" Now he just says, "Kaz." So that's like, <laughs> like, like literally, that's that's an exact line from yeah. from. Uh, you know so, what? So they want purchase because of that. Because Kojima <laughs> is putting less words in the game. 
Now he so just my, my says question Paz. is: Is that Metal Gear Solid? Is that and see, this is this you know shows how out of touch I am because uh, mm-hmm. I'm making my own video games. I don't care so much about other people's. Um, is that a next generation console game? Yeah, yes. that was a no. PS4. Yeah. PS4. It was, a, it was the Xbox oh, conference. No, it was Xbone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's for both. Come on. It's it's for the PS4 yeah, and the Xbozone. Yeah, it's it's definitely the next uh, generation. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I because... like how they're maintaining the mystery over who the voice actor is. You don't know if it's going to be Keith. You don't know if it's going to be Sutherland. I don't know yeah, if I'm going to figure Keith out a way to Sutherland. care. Yeah, is it Keith or Sutherland? Um, and also, it's so obvious that David Hayter is going to be the voice of Solid Snake, who is the other snake in the game. Uh, because there's going to be young Solid Snake, who's one of the sons of Big Boss. You yeah. obviously know he's in there. Yeah, obviously, if you listen to this show, you are well versed in the mythology of the Metal Gear Solid series. It's, unless you're, you unless you're me. Well, you know what? You know what you can do true. if you wanted to have to fun, Brandon. If you wanted to have fun, you could play Metal Gear Solid Three. Have you played that one? That's the no. one to play. I just hated. That's T O T P. The Talk one to play. That's right. Where does it go on our list? Also, Metal Gear Solid Five is like a direct sequel to Metal Gear Solid Three. Well, no, to Peace Walker, but Peace Walker's kind of not really essential. So I thought go. it was Portable Ops. That was Portable Ops. Portable Ops is this? Yeah. yeah, there's Portable Ops, and who knows, man? What? Are you a lawyer? Let's yes. just move on to the next question. What? Where are we putting this one? Yeah, where are we putting this one? Ah. Uh, well, I'm definitely going to play the whole thing. Sorry, okay. I have to like I'm going to play all the way through it, uh, so, no matter how much I hate it, just I'm gonna I say write a review of it on the internet. Uh, below Wind Waker, but above Don't Starve. I would yeah. definitely put it above Don't Starve on my personal interest yeah. level list, despite the fact sure. that the last Metal Gear Solid I played I mean, the first one, and I hated it. Like, Don't Starve? <laughs> uh, I am 34 years old, and I haven't starved yet, right? So, like, how, how much, how, how exciting can that game possibly be? Like, yeah. I mean, if it's something I can do in real life, you know, Metal sure. Gear Solid Five. Who knows? You know, it's that's a challenge that I've not actually had to. But All right, it. number next. Oh, number next. Let's do it. Mirror's Edge Two. Uh, oh. I I didn't see anything. I didn't know that, that was announced or anything. Wasn't it was, just was a trailer a at the EA thing, tease? right? Yeah, I think it was just a little. I think it was just a little tiny pinky finger tip of a tease, is what it was. Yeah, well, so was Mad Max and D Four, really. This yeah, well, D four was actually a, an extremely tiny tease, and uh, Mad Max was a small tease, and then Matt, Mirror's Edge two was a really small tease. This may be the answer to the, the question I asked a long time ago, though, which is the, the technology from <laughs> this technology from Battlefield. Where is it going in a more interesting game? And this could be ah. the answer. So yeah. Mir- Mirror's Edge, Mirror's Edge uh, was okay. There was the parts with fighting dudes that wasn't so fun. Mirror's uh, Edge. It's a, it would be a heck of a game for an Oculus rifting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd rift that thing. I'd rift it, but I can't because I have a lazy Oculus. eye, and I can't rift it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that's too bad. The, the, it, I, there, there's a possibility that I'll be able to rift someday, but not at the launch of the peripheral. Uh, Mirror's Edge 2 looks all uh, pretty cool. I don't know. I, I, I don't have I an opinion on that. Seen, <laughs> I haven't actually seen the video of it. Yeah, me either. It's next-gen, right? Just yeah. tell me it's next gen. That's not even it's real. That's yeah. it. It's next gen. That's it. Sold. Actually, no, not sold yet. I love but gens, man. I don't. They're care. truly outrageous. Yeah. So, no, Brandon, it's it's for Brandon, yens. Brandon, actually. Christian, Nut, Jaffe. I have a real quick question for all of you. Okay. Now that the next gen has been announced, 
are, are you like me? Do you just find yourself completely unable to care about the current gen? Do you just want to throw your PS3 out the window? I hate I hate my PlayStation just, 3 now. Um, if my garbage disposal was big enough, I would put my Xbox in Every there. time I look at it, I vomit. Yeah, it's just disgusting that they're right there under my TV. I'm worried that I'm going to look at it right now. I need that Xbozone. <laughs> and I I'm going to throw up. I need the PS4. I need the Xbozone. I, I really it. don't have that, that kind of reaction. I'm playing <laughs> only Animal Crossing, and that's really all I care about. So. I've, I've only been playing Genesis games, so... So wait, that's are you playing the next Genesis? Yeah. Lol. Uh, so wait, Mirror's Edge two? Why not? I, yeah, I no. have no opinion. Um, uh, put it a, put it put above, above Lords of Shadow. Lords of that's Shadow. That's for sure. Okay. Everything goes above Lords of Shadow. Yeah, above really dissing that. Yeah, game. Lords of Shadow is the very bottom, so yeah. that doesn't say anything really. It's the bottom of the industry. Yeah. yeah I I'd put it just above Lords of Shadow because I'm not interested. All right. Man, that bear in a sweater is shaking my trees. Below Killer Instinct, really? For for yep. those of you Wait, not no? not listening, uh, that they're Put it only above listening. Killer Instinct for God. Tim, really? Tim was talking about a bear shaking his trees. That was not a sexual euphemism. He's playing Animal Crossing. That, while he's that talking. bear. It, if that it were a sexual it, euphemism, what in the world would it mean? That bear in a pink sweater is shaking my tree. What you 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 can't you can't imagine what that would mean? I I, I shaking I trees. Come on, that's that's just that doesn't sound very sexual to me. No, think a I little harder. I guess. I wouldn't. At, what, what about what about those old? Uh, Do you guys viewing the live stream? Do you like my 3ds? I got the right. pink one. I no, I hate it. Let's go on to our next topic. Okay, I'll just next let's just all topic. talk over each other. Why not? Yeah, why not? Sure. Yeah. All right, next, next topic. What do we got, Jaffe? Break it off. Hopefully, it's a game that's that's we've seen a game of. Jaffe, break uh, it off. What this is, is Octodad Deadliest Catch. Oh man, you know what? You know what? What did you say, Brandon? I like that game. You don't like it. It's. I, I okay. Know. I can tell you it's, why I think it's a fun game because how it's, a I dumb, <laughs> it's a dumb physics puzzle. I like dumb. I like where, physics. Where, I like puzzles. Where they have a deliberately obtuse input, so everything's kind of hard to do, and it's kind of hilarious. And it's like, okay, pretend you're you're an octopus. Pretend to be a normal human. Just do these normal human things. But also, we're gonna put banana peels everywhere, just because. There, of course, there are banana peels when you're walking down the aisle to go meet your bride. Um, it's just a bunch of stupid garbage going on, and it actually made me laugh out loud you know, you, a little bit. You know bit. what that game is to me? You know what, what it is to me? It's an animated GIF with a controller. That's what it is. Nah, That's but you like? Did you actually play it? Yes, I was I like, up in that. I was up in the PlayStation Digital Lounge yeah. uh, during all of E3. Yeah, the PDL. Uh, my little video game. Uh, and I, I did go over and sit down, and it was right up there. And I, it's just like you know, okay, sure. I mean, no, I thought it was know, a real fun time. I liked it a lot. It's a, it's like, it's I a, enjoyed part of the experience, but it's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a fun episode of a TV show, is what it is. It's, it's I, I appreciate games which are like that. Yeah, it's, it's just, it. I like that it's a one joke that they have uh, put into a nice package that you can have a fun time with. I. It's just a it's a, a silly, stupid game that is unpretentious and is just. Do you really consider it unpretentious? I mean, I, do, I guess absolutely. it is sort of unpretentious. We it's need not, less pretentious. That is for one. It's thing. just for the for the fun times. I really don't think they're trying to make any big statements with it about. You know, if they were trying to make a big statement, I would probably. Uh, I don't know. I would probably go live in the mountains with if they were trying to make a big statement with yeah, that. Get game. up in there. 
I would go I up. I like the subtitle of the game. I, I give it a subtitle. Deadliest Catch. Yeah. That is yeah. a pretty good name. Yeah. Pretty more good like Call of Daddy. So I like the Call game. Call of Daddy. Yep. More Call like Daddy. Red Dad Redemption. Red, Red Dad. More like Red Dadly Dad. Premonition. More like Dad, Dad Island. Island. Yeah, <laughs> I think see, we now all that's, see that's an innuendo I could live with. That no, also the the new game that just came out on the on the Xbox Live that is the best selling Xbox new IP of uh, in the last long time, uh, Dad Nation. Yeah, uh, Dad Nation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so where do we put Dadliest Catch? I I mean it's pretty high up for me. I think it's a fun thing. Um. So you know, is it is it a sequel to the the previous one or what? Yes, I think. I think so. So it's like you've got people who make this original game, and then they they aren't going to make a new original game. They're just going to make a sequel to their. Well, it was it was only available on PC, and it was only a student game. So this is kind. I think this is sort of a rebootable in a way. This is like the uh, portal to the Narbacular drop. Yeah, I think it's like that. I'd I'd put it. I'd put it. Where's Destiny? Is that four, three? Yeah, Destiny's number four. I'd put it below Destiny personally. Okay. What's what's a, what's next right now? Uh, but right below Destiny is Wind Waker. I'm not putting this above fucking Wind Waker. <laughs> I wouldn't put it above I Wind Waker either. Day. I would rather play. Right. Uh, 1080p Wind Waker, then yeah, let's 1080p put it between, okay. Octopus. Let's reach a compromise and put it between Wind Waker and Phantom Pain. Wind Phantom, Phantom Pain? Pain? Yeah. That's Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, I see. Yeah, you can go. You, you can have it over Metal Gear Solid 5, Brandon. Okay, but Metal, Metal Gear Solid 5 sure is real high on that list, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, I don't hear that it's, list. it's not your list, Brandon. I don't it's care about lists. lists. It's, everybody's list, it's everybody's list, Brandon. It's I'm the one list. hosting the live stream, so I can kick you out. My list is the best <laughs> list. Uh, <laughs> our next game is Rise, Son of Rome. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you okay, okay. First of all, I want to address a thing. Uh, uh, I played it, okay? Yeah. First of all, I played it. And I was just looking at the Select Button forums. Uh, they have like a 35-page thread about E3 2013, and I read like 20 pages of it, and it was a really oh. good time, and I lolled a lot. But there was some confusion about Rise. People kept saying it looks like a QTE fest, right? Which maybe it does, but that's only because there's button icons that flash on the screen, right? Don't get me wrong, though. When the button icon flashes on the screen, it's the button of like an attack, yeah, right? I didn't that expect it to be. It, yeah, that, that you would be doing at that time, at that point. It's more like a combo assistant well, than a QTE. Like, that's well, how you, Ninja Gaiden 3 was, yet mm. even reviewers wrote that that was QTEs. So, did you, like, yeah, yeah, well, reviewers are dumb. Can't like, perceive the difference between being told but, to push a button and being forced to push a button. Like, you guys yes. read that thing, though, where uh, someone experimented with not pushing the buttons at all? And found that those moves still completed if you did nothing. That's troubling. I think that was for uh, for. It could have been just for the demo E3 demo. I would, yeah, yeah. I would guess that it is. That's still E3 pretty amazing special. to me that they yeah. did that. Because Brandon, I think I got to the point in uh, Thelostophus last night that you said you couldn't get past, and a whole bunch of people couldn't get past. Did it you really? Mean? It really felt like the the kind of segment you would demo, and I was like, yeah, they should have. You know, this is definitely the kind of part that you would want to demo, but you would want to make it easier. 
So I could think they probably just made it easier. It felt to me a lot like Spartan Total Warrior, and I'm pretty sure that those people played Spartan Total Warrior. And the levels have this really fantastic sense of space in that Rise game. Like, it looks like the level design is... I mean, from what I played, the level design's really good. What I wanted to ask you about, though, the thing that makes me really, really, really not like the look of it is that I, I have the feeling the combat is all about, like being a large man and smacking things and having absolutely no finesse or, like, demanding from the player nothing more than just sort of, like, uh, like seeing a cool thing happen, like, not... Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it is. It's very, uh, very brute forcey, you know? It's very... Uh, it, it definitely feels like you're just kind of being inelegant and punching. But again, it's it's the difference between, uh, you know, the, the, the killer instinct, Saber Wolf, Dolphin Twiddle, and uh, the, the Street Fighter Straight Punch. It's like they're just, it feels like they're just trying to make a really straightforwardly communicative, not that communicative is the right word, just kind of like a straightforward, you know, hard-hitting I get what you mean, though. Game. It's, like, it's, you feel like you have just smacked some goddamn guy with a sword really hard once you do this button button. Yeah, right? whereas I prefer that, I vastly prefer that to God of War, where it's like they made the guy's weapon uh, swords, which are on the ends of chains, which are attached to gauntlets, attached to his forearms, so that the attacks intelligently lock on and you don't have to actually aim, and he's just yeah. flailing them around like a jump oh, yeah. rope. You know, like I, I think it, it really makes you feel like. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys played the Berserk game on the on the Dreamcast? No, we know many, it. many years. I beat that. You've got a line. You're, like, there's a, a part early in the game where you're in uh, an underground hallway, and you yeah, have to, when you're in that alleyway. Yeah, and you have to line your your sword up so that you're swinging it straight over your shoulder, like so it doesn't hit stuff. Like that felt so it doesn't hit the walls. That felt really good. And mm -hmm. uh, to me, it feels like the people behind Rise played a bunch of games like that. So my problem with Rise is your problem that. First of all, um, thematically, the commander of an army is not the dude out there by himself attacking guys, and that's very silly. Um, well, we get a lot of that in then, fiction. Yeah, I know. And then the other thing is... You're I not was, really alone. There's a whole bunch of other dudes, though. No, but so, sometimes you're alone. And you're, you're at the front lines, which is not where... A well, is he a general, or is he goes. just like a squad leader? Or I think he was a general guy. But anyway, he's like that he's just Bible. a squad leader. And then um, the other thing is, I was excited about the phalanx stuff, but there are really only two things you do, raise shields and then shoot arrows. And wow. I wanted it to be a little more engaging than that. Um, and uh, I don't know, it could be okay, but it doesn't. It didn't excite me. You're slowly um, convincing me not to be sort of as contemptuous of it as I was. But I was more excited about it when I watched the trailer than when I actually watched people play it. I didn't play it because I didn't want to wait in a line. But, whoa. Uh, but I I did watch people play it, and I was like, man, these guys don't look like they're having any fun. Yeah, they might have just been noobs or jerks, but uh, <laughs> who didn't get the true spirit of the game? I like that it's a game about Rome, and that it's not a game about Rome where there's uh, any kind of stupid fantasy mystical plotline they're they're trying to keep it a tiny bit real you know which is mm -hmm. you know that's 
I, I appreciate the gesture of trying to keep a game about Rome a tiny bit real. Uh, again, Spartan Total Warriors, one of my favorite games ever, and it feels like these people definitely played that game because uh, there's a shield bash move that feels almost exactly the same. I, I feel like they just peeled it straight out of that game where you, you block with the shield and you press the attack button to knock a guy to break his guard so you can then get in there, and you can even kick. Like It's just all in there, you know? And... Uh, it, it's got these these huge level designs with really neat flow and really fun geometry. Uh, it feels like an old early '90s FPS, but with punching, kicking, and swords. And it has online co-op multiplayer, and then it's got online like versus multiplayer. I don't know. That's it's, way more optimistic than I would have expected out of so that. So we're putting it below Lords of Shadow too, right? No, <laughs> absolutely no. I, I'm going to have to. I mean. Like I said, after listening to Tim talk about it, I'm like way more not dismissive. I mean, it it, right. it looks it looks like a fun game, and uh, while I was holding that Xbox controller and playing it, that Xbox One controller is really nice, by the way. It's it got like nice. carbon fiber weave around the outside of the uh, the analog sticks, which is like a hilarious touch, but actually feels really good. And those buttons feel pretty good, and the vibrating triggers feel pretty good, and it's just like, it's the kind of solid tank of a controller that I want to, it's the kind of game that I want to be playing while holding that that tank-like brick of a controller. So, that's, uh, I don't know, it's it's a game that if I, if my plan goes according to plan, and I obtain an Xbox One, uh, not going to buy one, uh, not going to steal one, I, I would actually probably buy that game to play. That's about it. That's all. Where do you want to put it? Well, considering that I, I played I actually played it a bunch and enjoyed it, I would want to put it uh pretty high up. Not I guess we can keep D four at the top if you really want to. I do. Uh, I how about Mad Max? Is it above Mad Max? Yes, it's definitely above Mad Max. Okay, yeah. so it's number, number two. two. Yeah, I'm not more interested in in that than Mad Max. Wait, Mad Max is number number three. Number two is number two. Mad, Mad Max, Max is, is number two. Yeah, yeah. How'd that get up there? By you well, liking it. Let's put it down a little bit lower. Not not, not just him. It was also <laughs> partially my fault. Do you want to put it like? Just... Do you want to put it under Destiny? Don't worry, you'll get an opportunity to reorganize the list. I know. Uh, I think. Um... <laughs> let's put it under Destiny. Under Destiny is okay with no, me. Nobody else seems to care. Under Destiny sounds right. like a Mega Drive shooter. I'd play that. <laughs> yeah, I would play that. <laughs> yeah. I'll play I'd, it right now. It's oh, probably man. a sequel to Under Defeat. All, All right, right, next well, one. What's the next one? Get hyped, Tim, because our next one is Super Mario 3D World. I played oh. Super Mario 3D World for a total of about two hours at E3. Oh. And, uh, I played I think this one as well, so not that I much. think it is the best video game that I have played in at least ten years. And I didn't wow. like it. So. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon uh, I, I told Brandon he should play it. And he got right into it with, uh, uh, what do you call it? Immediately with with an attitude where he's like, yeah, I didn't I pick actually, not really. Enjoy myself. Yeah, you it, did. It was it, it was as soon as I started moving around, I was like, oh, this isn't. I'm not having a fun time moving around. I'm, I'm and gonna that's tell you what. From. Me and Brent Porter had a conversation. Considering about Considering that that's what Nintendo like, their thing is like having fun moving around, like, and that's like sort of totally common to all their games. It's So me, me and Brent Porter had a conversation about this after watching Brandon play it. Brent Porter was like, he was, he was like, I wanted to scream 
because he just was not touching the run button. And we told him like three times, and his finger was not on the run button. Like, what the heck? Okay, if you want someone to run, why do you have to have a button for it? Why not just run all the time? Because you have to not run all the time. You, you, yeah, because, because, and I figure as somebody who, who, who drives a stick shift automobile and refuses to drive an automatic, you would appreciate that there's a game that has speed regulation in it where it's like press a button to let go to slow down a little bit. Uh, no, I mean, okay, I, I understood what y'all were saying about it, um, but it didn't, he didn't move that much faster when I hit the run button. Uh, I yeah, know you because you, you gotta up. let it it, yeah. it ramps up. You've got like, the game. You is also built- have to understand, like the design of the levels is designed in Mario. Like, first of all, I was just gonna say this right out the front: is that Super Mario 3D Land is arguably the best Mario game they've made in the last giant slew of Mario games. It, and it, some oh, yeah. the Mario not, not arguably, Christian Nutt on this podcast, it is the best Mario game since Super Mario Brothers Three. I would say, and it is. I mean, I think that game is. Really excellent, and just alone, this being like a evolution of that is like exciting. But, In 1080p, no less. But not to mention the fact that there's also, I mean, and I'm not saying this just because I, I like the Mario characters, or whatever. But like, I think having the four differentiated characters for the first time in a long ass time is actually quite going to be interesting to see what that brings to the game. I, I played every level in the demo as every character, and uh, Toad is really great because. Uh, he's definitely like the speed run character, and I like that every level is built to be speed run. Yeah, they know uh, that that people do that now, and they actually build their game, and they've really explicitly made their games about that lately, and tried to teach their player base to do that, which I think is yeah. kind of really interesting. There's there's just some real fantastic movement friction when you're towed uh, with the turnaround jumps, and the uh, he he like speed boosts like three times as he runs, so that you end up going like. Really, really super fast. Uh, I like that the secret to making a great 3D platform game is to uh, to not let the player move the camera because the camera's just in the right place. That camera was definitely not in the right place. It was so. not in the right place for some people. Uh, I think they should move it a tiny bit because that the camera was in the exact same place it was in the 3DS Super Mario 3D Land, uh, but yeah, that game had the 3D perspective. 3D. Yeah, so if they move it a tiny bit, which they, maybe they will, they still got six months. Uh, I'm actually planning to write an article for Kotaku about the camera placement in Super Mario 3D World, so maybe they'll move it because of that article. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the camera placement. I, uh, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't like how it felt to move around. It's fine that you guys can say I'm wrong. If uh, whatever. I would. But I, I also I, didn't feel like you know. Aside from the color, like everybody gets a cat suit, and then they all look the same anyway. Um, no, but that's all- a good thing, actually. Is it? You don't all get yes, because you like get hit, you I lose mean, the cat suit. As was pointed out, like I mean, well, I mean, it was pointed out. It's good for this reason, at least. Someone pointed out that like Princess Peach gets a cat suit, and they did not like sex it up or make it weird or creepy or lame. Uh, I guess, but it's it's That's weird and thing. creepy to me to see uh, a a man with a mustache in a cat suit. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake! It's a cartoon character. No, I, no uh, it's, it, it's, it a, was, it's a lovable, fantastic it's cartoon. A little, character. it's a little strange to me to see. Toad, uh, Toad has the best oh, cat God, suit. You're the most he, boring slims, person, Brandon. He slims down so much. Uh, he like he. Mario he has hasn't been arms fat ever. Big... Mario has never been fat except Mario Super Mario Brothers one. He's got Mario's a not... belly. Mario is he's he's in good shape. He can jump yeah. really high. Have you seen Have you Mario sixty four? He's in pretty good shape in he Mario. He's a 64. bit of a chubs though. Nah, that's just yeah. the overalls. Just they just yeah. make they, they add just like bulky right? clothes. overalls just add like forty pounds. <laughs> the camera adds ten pounds that Lakitu's holding. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> and then the overalls add forty pounds. So you're looking at a fifty pound. 
difference. <laughs> but I, so, I think that Super Mario 3D World, uh, after watching the trailer and the developer interview online, uh, after getting back from the the Electronic 3, I was like, there's a whole bunch of levels that they show in there that just made me almost cry. <laughs> Hayashida is a very smart, very talented person. And I, I hope that... Uh, so when I was tweeting about it, I immediately got like 20 replies that are like, for the love of God, whatever you do, don't look at the comments on any blog articles. And then I did, and I, I almost cried again because everybody's like, WTF, man. What TF? Why Why don't you make Mario Galaxy 3? Yep, everyone just, wants Mario Galaxy 3. I, I almost not like, me. screamed the well, world in half. Yes, that's, I did not literally mean everyone. Thank you. There's I actually think Super Mario 3D World feels a lot more like Bonk than... Uh, I'm, I'm certainly more interested like in... That, that Brandon uh, should like it. I'm more interested in Super Mario 3D World than I am in oh, any man. Super Mario Galaxy, so... Oh, that's good. Well, I'm going to get it. So that's the chief reason I'm going to obtain... Not well, not buy, not steal. I will obtain a Wii U, and then I will I will pay forty nine obtain US you. dollars for that game. They're probably going to oh. do like a package with uh with that in it. I reckon. Wouldn't would that be a smart that. guy? Idea? I would imagine that they'll do some sort of promotions this fall. We will not. I hope yeah. it's a red. That's that's a, that's a feasible one. Yeah. I hope it's a red Wii U, and I'm going to get it, and I'm going to I'm going to cry all over it while I play. Right on. My gamepad is going to short circuit with my tears of joy. Because it's going to be falling onto the screen. You guys are all invited to come over to my house and, and play it on my TV. Number one? For me, I, yeah. want put, I want to put it at number one. I know you guys want to put it at number one. I don't care. Whatever. Who cares? All right. D4, let's, list. D4 is not actually... Uh, it was just... A, we're, giving D4 uh, number two at this point is pretty cool because it was no, I know. kind of just a 10-second trailer. But, you know, I am, I am a thousand times more interested in playing D4 than Mario. Yeah. yeah. So do we take the? But I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's fine. I, would, I don't care. It can be. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to start saying mean things about the games you like just because you don't like my games. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say mean things either. I'm not going to say nothing mean. All right. Uh, next is Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U and 3DS. Well, oh, man. Why don't we just get out of the way, Brandon? Can talk shit about it, and then we can. Oh, just hey. say it's going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, fast forward uh, for to Super end. Smash Brothers for the Wii U. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, let's. Let's just say that it's probably going to be the dumbest thing ever. Uh, yeah. It's probably going to be uh, full of hate, uh, and it's going to be for losers. Is that what we agree? That's that's what I oh, agree oh. upon. It's definite. I would say that uh, it's like it's the equivalent of a free-to-play Zynga game in the Nintendo world. That's how I feel about it. You're such a dumb piece of shit. But it's got <laughs> Mega Man. You just try to try to be insulting to like provoke a response. No, that's that's response. actually that's actually how I feel about it's that got game. Me, it's got Mega Man though. Have you played Smash Brothers before? Of course I played Smash Brothers. Wait it's, a minute, is is the game gonna be playable with uh a Wii Mote? Well, I presumably the last one. I mean I am assuming, you know, that the Wii U supports multiplayer. Be. Yeah, it's gonna be like, you know, because I don't sideways NES style. You can't have four Wii U controllers, I don't think, on one Wii U yet, right? No, you can't. You cannot. Why, you can why have did two the, theoretically, yeah. but they've never sold it. Like yeah, so alone. it's got to be Wii Mutts. Why did all yeah. of the uh, like? Why have all of the Smash Brothers so far been analog stick? I feel like it would be really good if you use the D-pad and you can double tap to run. You can do that in Brawl. And I would like there to be a jump button. Is there a jump button in Brawl? Yeah, not, yes. Is there? Is there? Yes. Yes. What are you talking about? I guess I haven't played it enough because I didn't like it. <laughs> I guess yeah. it was the the old hate that kept me from. No, there. I don't know. Like, there's a jump in it. 
I was. I just like. I don't know. Like, I thought it was. I thought it was. You press up to jump. I thought. I it's. Know. It's definitely. No. It's. It's also. I think you can just configure it. Mm. Actually, I think you pick. It's, actually, now that I think about it. You you pick maybe, but no. Like, it's been a little while since I played it, but I'm pretty sure you jump with the button. No, um, I think you jump with the yeah. button because you got up is involved in in doing special moves and stuff sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, definitely but... do press up on the analog stick in the N64 yeah. version to jump. <sighs> and anyway, let's not get into that. I just think Smash Brothers, uh, it's another Smash Brothers game. The kids are going to love it. Yeah, it, well, it is for it the kids. Really weird that you don't like, that you don't like specifically Smash Brothers because like you're so much about game feel. And like I think yeah. what Sakurai games are incredibly good at is like feel and telegraphing things. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of snap, crackle, feel. and pop in the game for sure. Not just Smash Brothers, but also Kid Icarus is is the same way. I think Sakurai is really, 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 and Medios for that matter, actually, oh, that's for a, a puzzle game. He actually has this consistent ability to make things feel really good and look very like they're precise yet really like in your face at the same time, which is kind of an amazing talent, I guess. Or at least I, I guess, I guess my problem with Smash Brothers, and it's not really a problem, and maybe this is a more speaks more to my psychology than anything else, but I just I don't like that there's so many characters in it. Is that is that wrong um, or weird? I, I think I, there's just like too many different characters. It just makes my brain explode. Well, that I believe that coming from you. I don't know if that that's wrong or right. I mean, like knowing how you feel about minimalistic game design, especially competitive. Yeah, why can't like, we just have Ryu versus Ken? The one, the one nice Mario. thing I would oh, say you about buy, it. Uh, you can get Killer Instinct. Jago versus Jago. The one nice thing I would say about uh, about yeah. Smash Brothers is that at the Dark very King. least, it has enough of a feeling that people can have an opinion about it, and some people can think that it feels great, yeah. and some people can think that it feels terrible, like I feel. Sure. Um, yeah, but you didn't articulate why it feels terrible. Like you just said something really snappy that like wasn't. No, really... I well, it's because I've said it a whole lot of times on this podcast before. Okay, but it's basically just that, you know, you've got, you've got characters. There's there's like a lot of mashing that is encouraged, uh, in that game, and to me that does not more feel like smashing. Good. And it's no, you know, more like Super Mash Brothers. I've played four player games that have a lot more strategy and precision to them, and this feels a lot more like. I think the strategy and precision of Smash Brothers is directly related to the people who are playing it. And that's I like the weird, slippery, uh, struggly denseness of uh, you're, you're falling off the side, but the game's not over. You can still yeah. jump your way back up and do your... I, I like all of that stuff being in there, and I like the core of the game a lot. It's, it's, it's I way if, too much I've, just, I've never been on. able to really enjoy it, because it's, it's, I only ever played it with people in like a party setting, or in a super yeah. hardcore setting. So it's like yeah. I never had the middle core experience with it, which I think I might actually... No, like I think that's the fun way to play it. I think, like... Oh, yeah. The, the reason that you can't say it's, like, a depth-free game is because people are better than other people at it. And I don't just mean the super hardcore people who, like, practice wave dashing and all that crap. And Yeah, like, I think it gets ridiculous on the competitive level. Like, no, I think... the whole Fox-only Final Destination no-items scene is not really how Smash Brothers is meant to be Obviously. Played. But I mean, I think that like if you play with people who are like better at it and practice at it and have a character they pick, like do all behave differently just because like all the moves are mapped to the same inputs and the fact that you can pass a control around, you can try all different characters and yeah, do whatever you want. I, I mean, like, I like that kind of I like that kind of design of a game where every character has the same inputs and they do different things and you learn about that. I just don't like how it feels in Smash Brothers. I think it's 
I mean, that's the kind of... I think that's probably why I dislike the game so much, because it's created in the way that I would like to make a fighting game, but it doesn't feel anything like something that I can have fun Yeah, I, with. I guess what it ultimately comes down to with me, when, when Smash Brothers Brawl came out, I was working uh, on a game uh, I, that I'd been working on for almost two years, and it was a AAA game, and it was uh, with EA, and it was really bad. And it was just really terrible, like really, really awful to experience to be working on it because no decisions were being made creatively. And then that Smash Brothers Brawl came out, and I bought it, and I took it home, and I was like, man, a bunch of guys got paid full-time for five years to make something that is so full of stuff. And it's like everybody working on it was just sitting there and going, how about we put this guy in there, and he can do this. And then they're like, let's do it. You know, you, let's get it in there. And I'm just like, man, why can't I work on a game like that? You know, why, why can't I be involved in a game where that sort of stuff is happening like that quickly? Uh, and uh, obviously, like, they, they, they must have had a huge amount of fun making that game. And I met Sakurai, and I was like, man, this guy's just really cool, and he gets to just jerk around with this stuff all day. I want to make a game like that. And then it's like... I guess ultimately that's my problem with Smash Brothers. Well, that's what I like Mine's about different. it. Yeah, I mean, what I, what I like about it is that like there's a clear difference between like games that people are making. Like, like, like. I mean, it's really funny to contrast it against PlayStation All Stars Failure Melee, which yeah. was like they just made that game like based on a spreadsheet. People who make Smash Brothers really care. Like they made mega, and like it's not just their own characters, like Nintendo characters. Like they spent specifically a crap load of effort to like pay better tribute to Mega Man than like Capcom can be bothered to do now. And I'm not saying you have to like oh, man, the Mega Man enjoy really the nostalgia cool. aspect. Oh yeah, and understand the why me- that, that's the Mega Man in the people, trailer but... looks really good too. I like the way the they make Mega Man of my dreams. Like like they make his eyes light up when he powers up, and I'm like, that's oh, what's man, so that's... cool about the game. It's they genuinely fucking care about what they're doing, and it's so blatantly so, obvious. So like in the Brandon, you might like this. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you played Smash Brothers Brawl, but there's a really really long Nintendo Kingdom Hearts campaign mode, right? Where you <laughs> written just written by wait, the guy who wrote Kingdom Hearts. Written by the guy who wrote Kingdom Hearts. So you yeah. play through all these action stages and various levels and various backgrounds. Just a huge amount of love for video games in general, primarily Nintendo's games because it's Nintendo paying the bills. But yeah. like this huge just parade of stuff. And every time like you're you're like fighting a boss or whatever and then it's like Donkey Kong jumps in, you know, and it's like introducing Donkey Kong and there's like a little promo thing for Donkey Kong, right? And yeah. you, you then you have to fight Donkey Kong and once you fight him, now he's on your side and you can pick him. I'm not sure I'm remembering everything correctly. But you get oh, yeah. all the way to the end and then it's like the end of the world happens. It's like they've got these di- these like story scenes with no dialogue, just the characters looking at each other and thumbs-upping each other and fighting, right? And then you get all the way to the end and there's like the world is destroyed and it's the end of the world and there's like you're inside of a volcano or something and there's like a vortex and you're in space and this huge evil alien monster that you have to fight at the end appears and all of your heroes, Mario and Luigi and Zelda and the princess are all like beaten up and they're like, oh no, what are we going to do, right? And Brandon, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Out of, out of nowhere, Sonic the Hedgehog appears. Doing a spin dash, and yeah. he slams into the boss, and the boss uh, screams and is like, "Oh, I'm hurt!" And it's like, now it's like Sonic the introducing Sonic the Hedgehog, like at the end of this ten-hour campaign of the game, Sonic the Hedgehog swoops in to save all the Nintendo characters, right? So you've got to give uh, Smash Brothers some credit for that. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is the funny. secret 
the secret ending reveal of the game. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog comes in and saves the day. Yeah, this is why funny. I got pissed off about the, comparing it to Zynga like so much because like it's like and Grant, I know Tim worked on a Zynga game and not all Zynga games are created equal and all that shit. But like you know yeah. the what you say, what you mean when you say that is like this is like a cynical cash in with no depth to like squeeze money out of stupid people. Uh. And yeah, that's that's, that's not why what I, meant. I said. Fuck you. That's actually they, not they what I meant. Some guts what I meant it. was, what I meant was, it's it's a game that is aimed at a certain market that is like, well, in my opinion, it's a very casual market. And I, oh yeah, yeah, sure, that's the main. And and it's audience, and yeah. the and the free to play thing that I was talking about is what Tim was talking about with the kind of like the the glut of characters and stuff. And just like it's it's a big uh, like jelly bean bowl full of flavors there. But uh, so it, it wasn't a good analogy. But that's that's why I said it that way. There's a whole bunch of little collectibles. You you get coins and buy trophies and stuff. And it's just I, then I apologize because that's like that's how I took it. But like oh, that's fine. Um, it makes for interesting radio. But uh, I think I think anyway, one, of the, yeah. one of the barriers for me is is. Is not actually caring about Nintendo characters. Not caring about the characters very much. Yeah. What if I, I told you Bonk is in this one? I I wouldn't care. Is that a big lie? <laughs> what? what Bonk? Yeah, that yeah, is a big lie. He yeah. could be in there. I mean, they've got Sonic and Mega Man. I doubt anyone would care. Hey, Sonic has not been confirmed for this one. Like if they put Sonic Bonk in, Sonic will be confirmed. Yeah, obviously. One but. old guy with a mustache would be like, "Yeah, Bonk." Knuckles uh, and Tails will be in there too. Which anyway, old guy? anyway, I don't uh, know if you guys noticed, but we've been having a Smash Brothers podcast for the last yeah, pretty much. 15 yeah, let's minutes. keep going. Let's, let's move so on. Where, where, uh, where do we put, put it, it on our list? Oh, I know where I'm going to put it. But I, think put I might it? meet some resistance here. I would <laughs> put it number two. Let's hear. Where is it? B- he, below he Mario, two. number two. Yeah. Oh man, I'm willing to put it pretty high. What? Because of 1080p. But uh, <laughs> that's all I care about. That's a good reason. Um, yeah, I I would you know it's pretty low on my list. I'm ne- probably never gonna 1080 play. 1080 Mash Brothers is what they could call it. Um, 1080 Mash Brothers. Um, let's put I it at below below uh, below Knack. Okay, below Knack. Uh, above below, Knack. It has to be above. I'm gonna. Knack. I would I put it below above, for above the Knacks. I put it above below the Knack, but I put it below a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be on 3DS as well, Brandon. What, what's okay, it below right now? Right now, it is below Mad Max. Oh. Mad Max? Yeah, What, Mad what Max. number does that make it? That Who makes knows? it number four. God, number four. Yeah. I oh, come I... on. I'll, I'm going to get it when I obtain my Wii U. We'll have a good time. You also that. don't know. There could be... There's more, there's more games left. You, yeah, there's we, we can revise okay, it. What, what if I told you Valis is in this one? I'd be kind of excited by that, but that's not that's, true. That's, well, so. I'm, I'm going to get Nintendo on the horn, and uh, they're going to get Valus in there. And there's going to be Solid Snake, Valus, Bonk, uh, uh, Takahashi Meijin. Uh, who else is going to be in there for you? I, w- I would like El it Fiento. to be... Okay, well, let's let's keep going. We can see about it later. Yeah, we I don't want to get all the Wolf top five. characters we, in there. We, we got four more to get through. Right, okay. I want it to be top five. Next is Titanfall. Titanfall oh. would be uh, would be number two for me. Yeah, it's probably uh, number two for me also. I, I I watched the gameplay demo trailer uh, on my television when my uh, PC was plugged into my TV because we were playing video ball. Uh, we watched that demo the the gameplay trailer in 1080p like ten times. Me and Porter, and there are so many little things like every 20 seconds 
in that trailer. That I like I like that like, I like that jumping flash element that they're putting in there. Oh, the oh, there's when, a lot when of that. You eject out of the, the, the No, no, when you're when you're just jumping on walls. You oh just, yeah, you jump on walls and you can do a double jump with your little rocket booster. Yeah, first I like jumping. Wall jumping. I like jumping a lot and that's one reason I don't like shooters. So this might be a, an antidote to that. Yeah, I like with a that. Bunch of jumping, it has giant robots that you Have you watched the gameplay demo, Christian Nutt? I watched like at the Microsoft conference. I I saw it, but I yeah. didn't watch all of it. I would yeah. I would Maybe urge you to phone. put it on and watch yeah. it again. Uh, I should I, I can I can write up a list of timestamps of things. Yeah, to cool things. <laughs> because uh, you guys there's... remember that that uh that Gundam game where you could get out of your mech and then get back into it, and I was like, and oh man, this totally is gonna be really and cool, destroyed. and then it was it was awful. But this game looks like it might actually do the whole. You're a dude on foot, and you're doing interesting things, and then you're so, in a mech, and you're doing different interesting and when, things. And when you get out of the mech, you can use the D-pad yeah. to choose what you want your mech to be doing while you're outside of it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. But another cool thing to note early in the gameplay demo is uh, when, when the guys take down one of the mechs, it lies on the ground, and it like struggles with its arms in the air because the mechs are synchronized with the human pilot. So the human pilot is dying inside, and the mech is twitching. Little touches <laughs> like that all over the place. Uh, when you eject out of your mech when it's almost blowing up at the end of the gameplay demo, like you jump really high, like a hundred feet in the air, and then you're descending with like your your rocket thrusters to to slow the fall, and then you land on the back of another mech, and he rips the top off and like fires in. And that part I up. saw, and I thought that's what Brandon was talking about because I didn't miss the the fun sounding part. I think what's yeah. like I don't like about shooters is they aren't fun, in my yeah. opinion. And like this game, like looks like it may have injected some fun into shooters. So I'm it looks willing to really give play it some. Yeah, I think it might be a fun time, and I really hope that they can get. I mean, it's gonna. A lot of it is gonna be about that level design, and it's gonna be really complicated to make good levels for this so thing. So because... I, uh, I, I know some a lot of the level designers working on this game. Uh, they're all ActionButton.net readers, so I believe that the level design will be fantastic. <laughs> so I can I can say that for uh, well, like just looking at the gameplay demo in all seriousness, that level design that they have for that one uh, demo is like so good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, decent. It's like vintage shooter. Uh, I wonder how they're going to do that kind of gating stuff. I think they're going to have to do a lot of that to get you in and out of the mech. I hope, but maybe I, I they like, won't. One cool, another cool thing to note is is how vulnerable you are when you're not in a mech. It's like it looks like it's one hit kill city. Like uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, the way the bodies flop when they get shot is pretty good. There's just like I like that this was a game that apparently Activision didn't want. They just wanted Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2. They're like kids yeah. don't want future cops and robots uh, with spaceships. You know they want. Other stuff. It's like well, I think they wanted. I think they would have been happy to get. I'm just going to guess that they would have been happy if they could have got both, but they probably felt like they couldn't get them to do both. You know what I mean? And there was not enough of a plan in advance. I mean, not not to defend Activision. I mean, there's obviously some not to defend EA either. Yeah, I mean, like there's (laughs) some super icky complexities to that situation. But yeah, there was. There was. I would agree with you that a publisher who didn't want this maybe was not thinking straight. But yeah, that's probably a bad call. It's it's like, and then even the story demo, like they they have there's a story trailer on YouTube, and it's like, man, it looks like it has good voice acting, and uh, the plot might not be stupid. And it's like for me, the first Modern Warfare. I mean, I mean, come on, the first Modern Warfare. If you play one dumb military bro dude first yeah, person shooter. That's, that's definitely the one to play. I uh, liked it. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot and it's pretty much the same dudes making yeah. it. So no, it's 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 pretty silly to be like, okay, these guys created a 
fantastic billion-dollar franchise. Uh, yeah. We definitely need to make sure that they're only doing that and not creating any new franchises for us. It, yeah, that's, 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 that's idiotic. Nuts. It makes a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit of sense. Almost. But, like, not it's really. like... Why well, I mean, not, it's, no, that's why, why they invented Treyarch. I mean, and, and yeah, Sledgehammer. God and Treyarch. Like, like, why not bankroll Infinity Ward to hire a whole bunch more people so that you could then have, like, the same directors directing to... Right. I suspect that there was... Like there's I think there's more to this situation than than like any logical assumption could. Like the stuff yeah. I heard was was very weird, and you know what I mean. Like I think oh, I've my heard some weird myself. Yeah, I I just got an understanding that they couldn't have like adult. I don't know whose fault this was, but like they could no longer have adult grown up conversations with Activision management. Which yeah, like yeah. that means that you cannot be making logical decisions anymore, regardless of logical they might seem. You know, I'm I'm totally pumped. Right about Titanfall, and uh, uh, if I obtain, not steal, not buy, an, an Xbox One, if I, if, I, if I obtain an X-Bozone, I, I would pay I would pay 80 bucks for that game if I were to get an <laughs> Xbox One for free. I don't think you're I mean, of course I'm not going to be asked to pay 80 bucks, but uh, that's how much I would be willing to pay for that game in, of that gameplay trailer that I've watched uh, uh, well over 10 times now. Right on. I'm just like staring at it, and like the way, like another. Uh, this is the last thing I'll say. A, a thing to note, Christian Nutt, is when he when he, he gets up on a roof and he's firing a gun at mm-hmm. one of the Titans. You can see the bullets in the air. They're like these big fireballs that are that are like flying in this like you can see them kind of curving, and they're like slamming into the the mech, and it's like it's like twitching and flinching in real time as the as these big fireballs are hitting it and it's just like man that gun looks real tasty i would eat that gun uh, not in a suicidal way yikes <laughs> All right. I, would also, I would also like to eat a cereal made out of super mario 3d world's textures i would i would, I would eat that as well <laughs> sounds crazy yeah. that's, system. that's all i got yeah. titanfall would be number two under super Watch mario dogs. for me oh god Watch dogs i'm not very interested in Watch that w I did not see last year's trailer that made everyone freak out about this game, but I think that the trailer that they showed during the Sony conference was really, 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 really god awful. Like, I saw I don't both understand of them. Why anybody oh, the, the, wants the, the, the gameplay game. video. Okay, there's. I really don't need to watch someone play that live. You know, it's Night like, Trap. First of all, did anyone notice that it's Night Trap? It basically, in, in, is, yeah. in that you like are a camera and you're like helping a guy oh, avoid yeah, getting yeah, captured. Yeah. Right. By yeah, soldiers yeah, in that way. I hear that. <laughs> that. That game looks like it. Uh, like like the first Assassin's Creed, the game seems to suffer a a, a chronic, uh, like chronic, chronic amount of over over ambition. It's like it looks like they're they're pumping all this stuff, and it's like I can see some really casual game people. Uh, getting excited about it because it's like it'll be like playing a movie, and it's like some. Casual. I, I don't. I'm not using this as uh, an aspersion by any means, but Sounds there were a, a lot little of people, like it. There were a lot of people who played Assassin's yeah. Creed. They're like, heck yeah, I hate video games, but I'm going to play that Assassin's Creed. Not just Creed. that, but there's also and a bunch like, of people who just play it. Like it's the thing to play. It's like watching, you know, whatever is on television. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, they, they approach it like people choked down Assassin's Creed. People who don't even play video games choked it down because it it looked like it had that veneer of uh, of entertainment relevance. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like I imagine the same thing is going to happen with Watch Dogs. But all that the, watching that gameplay trailer uh, or the game, the live gameplay demo at the PS4 conference, completely unlike the 
gameplay demo of Titanfall, it made me not want to play the game, but it made me wish that Rockstar would just get around to making a uh, a Blade Runner, a, 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 a Blade Runner Grand Theft Auto that takes place in the future. And there's t- why not put Terminators and Robocops in there? You know, why not just make a sci-fi Grand Theft Auto? Terminators and Robocops. Yeah, put Terminators. I, put a bunch of Robocops in there. Here's a really I mean, good question that uh, Francesco, my boyfriend, asked me after we watched the the demo, which is, so they speed down a like a uh, a corridor and like veer off into like a, a place to like hide the car and whatever like yeah and then the game goes from there like uh, is that like the only place you could have gone is that right yeah like, it felt it, it I I had a whole lot of questions about you know is this actually as open world as it seems because man <clears throat> it really doesn't look like it could be because you can't you can't have that level of go anywhere do anything kind of situation with, with something where you just, like, hack into everything, and, I mean, this it is, just doesn't... It reminded me of going to Shanghai and then playing Night Trap, which, I mean, I've done both those things, but not together, so... Man, man I'm I definitely going to do that together. next time I go. I'm going to play Night man. Trap in Shanghai and tell oh, you man. how it is. You're going to get Shanghai on yeah. Night Trap. Man, I, uh... Yeah, so Watch Dogs is the kind of game it looks like if I were to play it, I would completely freak out uh, with my Google Doc list of inconsistencies that I hate, and I would probably end up with like twenty thousand words just in my notes, not as a review. And I would, I probably, I'm going to avoid playing it for that reason. Where are we putting it on the list? Let's put it right. I'd still on the rather top. play it than Lords of Shadow. No, yeah, okay, put too. it above Lords. Of, put it above Lords of Shadow. Sure. Okay. Our next game. Lords of Shadow is at the bottom of our list, right? Now. All right. That's right. Our next game is The Wonderful 101. Oh. Oh, man. More like The Wonderful 101. Sorry, remind me what that is. That's Platinum the, Games. Uh, the pseudo... That's the, the action strategy game where you pl- you control 101 characters at the same time for the Wii U, and it's made by Hideki Kamiya. Wow, I definitely uh, did not have any awareness of that existing. I'm Type, sorry. L- look it up on the tub. Like... Look it up on your tub right now. Just look yeah, up on the tub. I, don't, I mean, I'm going out on a limb here and assuming that you like the, that you. I know you like some of the the platinum game slash clover stuff. So yeah, a little I'm bit. Surprised that you. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually sort of weird me. that it's not on your radar. Uh, you should look at it. It is a very weird looking game, and yeah. uh, weird in a cool way. Yeah. It's kind of a weird theme park of a video game, is what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. I don't know if I'm like you know like. Fifty dollars worth of excited about. Oh, it. I'm fifty dollars worth of excited. If I didn't have a Wii U, though, I wouldn't like be like, "This is the one to buy the system for." But like, I do. Um, it's in the aggregate of things. I think is like cool about the Wii U this year. Um, I mean, this is sort of the semi-spiritual successor to Beautiful Joe a little bit. Yeah, it a has a bit. whole lot of Beautiful you know Joe-ishness I mean? in it. Yeah, so it has that right weird level of flamboyance in it. Yeah, it's like got that's... that. It's got the like. It's got this like you were beating it's the up same artist, right? I don't know. I think. I mean, it looks like it. I, it's I got this like you are beating up mechs that look like toys in a world that looks like a Pixar movie, and I'm totally okay with that. As a yeah, it, like a Japanese Pixar movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I was not a fan of Beautiful Joe, and it does look a lot like Beautiful Joe. Yeah, but it's also not a side-scrolling beat 'em up. It's oh, uh, yeah, it's sure sort of not. It is definitely a, a beating things uping up though type thing. Yeah, it, 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 it looks like it, it's a Pikmin up. Well, it, the thing yeah. is, people are compared to Pikmin a lot, but it has this. It does not have strategy management aspects. You really are just. It looks like smacking. it looks like Pikmin, yeah. but they they focused on making it fun. 
You know what it looks like is that ha have you all seen that uh, that uh, in Indian that Bollywood movie where there's this dude that yes. this Terminator Falls dude into a that giant keeps ball and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. turns into all this stuff. It looks like that. It kind of does. And, and that's pretty good for me. That's yeah. better than Knack, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it, oh it looks it looks it looks cute. I don't I don't object to it particularly. You can put It'll it above me. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. Yeah, I'm up for. Th I, I like. I just Wait. like. That's a game that I will play. Like it will. I will come and I will play it immediately, rather than just putting it in a giant pile that I forget about, kind of thing. Which yeah, says I, a lot, I think. I will actually play that if my plan to obtain, not steal, not buy a Wii. Right. If it actually goes through, I will play that game. I keep. I keep. Every time there's like, oh, it's a new platinum thing. I'm like, well, is it? Uh, a good one. Is it gonna be? God Hand right. type of game, and then it's not, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Because for, for everybody <laughs> asking, I can ask this question literally every just day. It keeps not being God Hand. I just, I, have... I, I thought Metal Gear Rising Revengeance was, uh, was god-awful. Like, I thought it was just atrocious. So it wasn't God-handful, is... it was god Plan Platinum, it was it was not God handful. It was God awful. The, this game's a real God handful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought it was really bad, and it felt like the combat felt like whipping. Uh, it, okay, let's just go ahead and say it. It, it felt like kind of whipping a, like a rice paper screen with a a, a really huge condom. It's you know? kind of fun. It kind of sounds fun. Not as fun as I would have hoped. It, it yes. sounds fun on a base level, but like, like whipping it with like a surfboard-sized condom. Does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah, that kind of sounds fun. An empty one, though, not one with a penis. Yeah, but then you're forgetting uh, that you're like a cyborg ninja and stuff, and it's not funny. Yeah, like and, and it really it. shouldn't be that way. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like there's there's right. no hardness to it. You know, yeah. obviously the people designing that game have never watched football. You know, so I'm a little more. But wonderful in... 101 looks like more Wonderful 101 than uh, Metal Gear Rising Revenge. I'm, a, I'm a little more interested in that than Wonderful 101, uh, based on what I've seen. Cerny. Based on it being Cerny? our dad, Mark yeah. Cerny is the official dad of the Insert Credit Podcast. I mean, podcast. Pops is making it so. <laughs> and yeah, it's sure. dad's game, and it has a whole lot of uh, that. I like the Tezuka Osamu look. Yeah. So you want you want to put our last game. I'd, I'd I'd personally like to put Wonderful 101 just under Knack, if that's okay. Okay, there it is. There All it right, goes. just under Knack, sure. Our last game, our last game on the list, only out of virtue of being the last alphabetically, is Yaiba Ninja Gaiden. Oh dear. No, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Ugh. Bottom of the list, under Lords of Shadow. Period. I don't know. Could period. it possibly? It's not under Lords no, of Shadow. It is under Lords of Shadow. I played it. It doesn't look good. I I, I actually guess. I know I. Played I sat in a room while like the director of the game played it. Was, was the not... director of of the game like like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade float? Is that who it was? Uh, well, okay. So the, one of the directors of the game is. <laughs> I think this is going to have a too many cooks problem because Inafune is is you know consulting on it. Um, then there's the director of the game at Team Ninja, who is this guy that I met whose name I can't remember, who was actually pretty cool, I think. Then there's Toby Guard, the original creator of Tomb Raider, who is Tub. actually. At Spark, like making the game happen on a day to day basis. God, and, Spark is the worst. I mean, the, and that's that's the, the thing. And I asked the wrong question to Inafune, which is like, why are you having like I didn't ask it the right way because I, I was trying not to be a jerk, I guess. And I just it's said, really like, hard with those guys with those Spark like, Interactive. 
why is Spark making a, a Ninja Gaiden game? Like that just does not seem like a good match. But I yeah. was told that it was, and that was sort of the end of the question and answer for that segment. So I I played that game for a cursory thirty seconds, and uh, I I had previously played downloaded the Ninja Gaiden three demo and played it for an equally cursory thirty seconds, and. Uh, those games are just so atrocious in the way they feel. Uh, it is an atrocity, literally. That's what atrocious means. Because uh, like, I have played Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2 by the great Itagaki. Say what you will about the guy. Which Ninja Gaiden 3 did you play? Like the, uh, the, orig- like the, the, the original release or the... I played the, the demo of the PS3 one. I mean, I don't think that... I think Ninja Gaiden 3 has got a bad rap compared to its actual level of quality. That is not to say that it's an amazing game. It, um, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't, you should Ninja play... Gaiden. You should reconsider if you get if you obtain your Wii U, not buy, and not, not steal. Not, not gonna steal it either. You should you should consider trying the uh, totally revamped version of Ninja Gaiden that came out for that. Uh, oh, the, 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 they made another one, another Ninja, no, Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden they, like, Edge. they yeah they they de they demessified it and it's actually uh, been made. I might give it a shot, but I liked Ninja Gaiden two a lot. Yeah, like because like, it it's was. It's not just, gonna get to be that good. Even like Ninja Gaiden two was. Uh, you, you hear all that legendary kind of jokey feuding that was going on with Itagaki and uh, uh, what's his name, the guy we were just talking about, Kamiya uh, Inafune. And Kami, well, yeah, Kamiya Kami. Inafune. Uh, oh, you mean oh, Inaba? The, the, there was yeah. always like back in the day, like yeah, like uh, what was it? Uh, Kamiya was like, yeah, we made this Devil May Cry. Do you like it? You know, can you play it, Itagaki-san? And Itagaki's like, it's pretty good, but it'll never be as good as Ninja Gaiden. You know, like like there was there was all that crap going on, but man, yeah. man, there sure was a whole lot of truth to that joke because Ninja Gaiden one and two uh, still feel god darn spectacular in terms of the way the game feels. Mm. Uh, they're they're definitely the, the 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 right direction in games like that. And Ninja yeah. Gaiden three is kind of proof that people you know can have all the stuff to a thing and not get the thing. You know, that's that's my my take. Well, I, I, I understand <laughs> your Yaiba point. The game kind of felt yeah. like it. It felt like I was getting jerked around. It felt like a felt like a clown had just come into my house and told me that he was my mom. And I'm like, <laughs> what? That's not that's not true. You're not my mom. You're just a, I think literally a male clown. <laughs> you know. I think that there's a. I think the too many cooks thing is a real problem with this game. It's it's kind of worse. TMC. Man, yep. Itagaki would have straightened it out. Where's Itagaki's game? Did nobody pick up Devil's Third? Devil's uh, Third? No, no, that's that's. Still I happening, played. I, I played Devil's Third for like two minutes back in like 2010, and it was one of the most uh, uh, viscerally exciting two minutes that's of video game. I've four ever more times than a cursory 30 seconds. Yeah, it was. Uh, I... It was. Yeah, it was it was really fantastic. I would think we would have heard about that game ceasing to exist if well, I mean, we would have heard about Valhalla ceasing to exist, not necessarily the game, right? Like if they had not been funded and I saw a guy at E3 with a Valhalla Games badge. So VHG. He was, a, he was a really old Japanese dude. I'm like, do I know this guy? Have I was seen it Kanematsu? How yes. old is really old? Yes, it was. It was Kanematsu. Yeah. Yes, it there was him. I, I was like, I feel like I should remember who. He's talking about Man, if I had seen Kanematsu, I would have tried to talk to him because that would have been interesting. He was there, and he was wearing a Valhalla Games Studios uh, badge. That's a good so sign. They were at E3. Yeah. That dude's waiting for money. Lol. Oh man, somebody should. Oh, give him money. Oh, oh. I made it. I made a Japan Kanematsu? joke. Kanematsu. Kanematsu. Yep. It's waiting Kanematsu for money. Kanematsu wa Kaneo Matsu. 
That's right. That's what Kane I'm saying. Kanematsu, Kanematsu, wa Kane, That's a but joke Kane, for the weeaboos at home. But but Kanematsu, or is the I hate that word? Let's let's let, never is there, use is there that enough, word is, again, Brandon. Is there enough time to Matsu that he can? Ma- yes. Is there enough time for him to Matsu for the Kane? Yes. There is enough time for us to go over this list one more time. All right. So I'm looking oh, at shit. this list, and I'll tell, I'm going to give you two games that I would put above Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash yeah. Bro. That are not on this list at all, so it's not helpful. But uh, Thousand One Spikes and oh, East like Memories of Celsetta, I would put oh, both man, of them. Oh, man, East Memories of Celsetta, I would put on there as well. I also, I'm surprised, up there. I'm surprised that Killer is Dead was not in the list of things that we discussed. Yes, I'm surprised with that, and also I thought that even though we would hate on it, I'm surprised Sonic is not on the list. Oh, oh I don't know if I hate Sonic. I, I, I mean, I didn't play it, which I wanted we, to do. We would but... hate on it a little bit. It, it wasn't... It wasn't good. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't good. It was I'm like not... playing that Sonic game felt like a guy had a gun to my head, and I was holding a garbage bag full of slinkies. And he said I had to dump the garbage bag full of slinkies down a staircase, and they all had to reach the bottom at the exact same time, or he was going to shoot me in the head. Yeah, That's it didn't feel quite that like. quite that extreme to me, but uh, it it wasn't it wasn't my yeah. most fun time. I mean, I'm, I I refuse to be optimistic about it because I have brain cells, but yeah, I, uh, That's the key. I still. I hope a little bit. Yeah. So, I think they need to. Uh, it seems like they ripped off, or not ripped off, but were inspired by some of the the newer Mario stuff that's happening. Oh, yeah. clearly, Mario Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. I think they need to play Super Mario 3D World a lot, and then be like, "How do we make something like this that's much faster?" You know, and then then go from there. You, you know, know what I would have had fun ranking is uh, Castle of Illusion versus Ducktales HD. And I would have put Castle of Illusion right on top. And uh, games. I, and then both of them, if we would have done like 80 games, they would have both been at the very bottom. <laughs> Castle of Illusion is actually, I feel like it would be pretty okay. Wait, is there they, a they Castle of Illusion f- game that I've failed There's to There's a Castle of Illusion yeah. remake, yeah. Yeah, but they, they just they need to fix the hit detection. But otherwise, it's it's pretty cool world they made, and it feel and there's a lot of uh, very specific platforming happening that's kind of fun. If you play the the harder level, it's more interesting. But anyway, oh, an- another game we didn't rank was uh, was Dive Kick. Did you play Dive Kick? I played at it before. E three. No, oh, you, I played it before. you've played it before. Well, they did a whole bunch of stuff to it. They added a yeah. bunch of characters. Well, Patrick and, Miller uh, was complaining about it a lot. About how they the- ruined it. Yeah, and then me and Brent Porter played it, and we were like, yeah, they ruined it. They just added, like, they just ladled on a big hot gravy ladle. Yeah. Of I gross don't get it. I just don't get it. The whole point of Dive Kick was that it was two guys. Yeah, it was a joke. Dive that and was kick, the yeah. point. How can you turn it to yeah. a real game? Uh, it's been confusing to me. Like, some, some, some site gave it, like, Fighting Game of the Year for E3. And I'm not aware of, like, a whole bunch of playable fighting games because, like, whether or not, it, you know, Smash yeah. Bros. was not playable. Like, so yeah, maybe there was kick. nothing else, but I just. Am I missing something? It made me cry for real. It made me cry for real. How? how What the heck? So it's like there was a character who's like a boss, right? And uh, you know, there was some guy who was there who was playing it, and he's like, "Yeah, I've beaten like forty guys in a row with this dude." And then it's like, I'm like, "Uh oh," you know, because I'm stepping up. I'm like, "That's sign number one." It's like when the guy does a kick, he leaves a trail of lightning behind himself, and if you touch it, you die. And the trail stays there for like ten seconds. It's like. How's that like fair at all? It's like now my guy just can't move. I've got to stand right here. And it's like if he presses the button a bunch of times, he charges up electricity so that I die if I kick him, right? So it's like I just have to stand over here and like wait for something to happen. Then he just kicks me and kills me. The guy beat me like like eight games in a row. I'm like, 
yeah, I don't see any way to beat this guy. It's like, yeah, that's just a selectable character. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, I didn't like it. All right. Well, that's been it for the E3 special uh, review of on the Insert Credit podcast. Oh, uh, so are, you've got to leave, Jaffe? Yeah, I got to go like right now. I got to go an hour ago. You should so, you should just leave, and yeah. then I will uh, I will uh, read the list. Sure. After you, you leave, okay. Sure, you can do that. Bye. Okay. Bye, so, so let's uh, we can settle on. Uh, are, were we going to change anything on this list? I mean, you... I would. I would like to put Thousand One Spikes and Memories of Celsetta on there, maybe. In it? Well, are we putting things on it? I mean, that's 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 that's, that's, an, that's a question. Wait, okay. How how about we can each? Uh, can I liked a Thousand One Spikes on. and Memories of Celsetta a lot. I played yeah, both of those. What too. is One Thousand and One Spikes? Oh, it's, it's the new game by the guy who made La Mulana, right? Yeah. Oh. No, no. I is it by him? Yeah. Huh. It's well, La Mulana guy. That's funny because I played I played Thousand Spikes unaware that it was La, La Mulana guy, and it's a sequel to Thousand One to Thousand Man, Spikes. Am I totally wrong? I think you might be wrong, but it's it's a it's a it's a pretty fun game about um, it's kind of like if you had uh, a game like Super Meat Boy with a finite number of lives, but a ridiculously huge finite number of lives, which is a thousand and one. Mm. And it's it's constantly killing you, but there's not a lot of inertia on what you're doing. It's very precise. You have two jump lengths with, mm. on on different buttons, and you've got an attack. and uh, And it's it's a fun game. It's a it's just a very purposeful. Like one of the first uh, things you should know about it is uh, like it's got uh, two jump buttons. Yeah. There's a low huh. jump and a high jump, right? Yeah. And to me, that kind of really <clears throat> tells you what kind of game you're dealing with because there are situations where you will need to use one jump like where you would you need to use the shorter jump it's yeah. not like in Castlevania when you get the high jump and you're just high jumping all over the place mm-hmm. so the level design is so incredibly thoughtful yeah, based it's, around that jump it's like um it's like I want to be the guy or one of those punishing games except with more thoughtful, thoughtful level, level design, design and, exactly. so that it actually it actually teaches you where spikes are probably going to be. Oh, I see. Um, and it's it's pretty fun. It's a fun. It game. sounds like a thing I would like to play. I think it's you on would. the Vita. Yeah, it's the exact sort of thing I want to play on my PlayStation Vita. Me too. Which I, I obtained. I didn't buy it. I didn't steal it, but I obtained it. So and then and then East Memories of Celsetta. Did you play it, Christian? I did not. I uh, there was only one kiosk with it, and when I happened to go by Xseed, of course, there was someone playing it. So, uh, yeah. so what you should do is look up the uh, the official Xseed Games trailer for it on on YouTube, and uh, don't don't do it right now because you're gonna want to turn the music up all the way. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the music is really I know good. How these games work. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's, but it, okay. here's I'll tell you why I liked it because you know they they've been trying to redo the original East for a super long time and they just can't yeah. do it right. But it's not game, an easy task when you think about it. Nah, it's not. And but not this game, they were just like, you know what? Let's make a game that feels like a pretty fun game, but isn't East. Uh, you yeah. know, like you. It, yeah, they've it, been sort of. A, yeah, they've been mo- moving in that direction. Well, they've been think, sort of tension between the two. Like, can we make East and can we make a new game? And yeah, and this yeah. one is just a straight up Japanese action RPG where you can switch between three characters and you can loot enemies and you can craft things. And it's just like a yeah, I will I will play this for a half hour a day and grind and and have a fun mm-hmm. time and listen to this music. It's like it feels good to play. So. I will be happy to have a game that lives on my Vita that I want. In my, you know what I mean? Like yep. that, I'm all about that because yeah. so yeah. far, 
Oh man, it looks like a really good game to have inside your Vita for a long time. Yeah, just actually, keep it I didn't, speaking of X Seed, not that I'm like think it's gonna be the best game ever, but I actually enjoyed Ragnarok Odyssey a lot. So I'm curious if Ragnarok yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, I, I downloaded that based on your recommendation. Uh, I haven't fun, gotten to it yet, but it's a fun thing to play with people. It's it's a silly silly little game, but it's and a now they're game. making Ro Ace, right? Yeah, that's what they had at E3. So I'm curious. Yeah, me but too. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, I don't want to derail the podcast and talking about Ragnarok Odyssey too much, but it's yeah. it was a fun, like I played a bunch of Soul Sacrifice and I don't think very much of it. And if you're going to play like a Monster Hunter inspired ish kind of thing for the Vita, the, the Ragnarok Odyssey or perhaps Ace is the way to go on that. Yeah. Oh, also Luftrazers was nice. Mm. I like that. Oh, one too. I I like the looks of and I played a bit of, but I didn't really get a, a thing. As I like the uh, Mercenary Kings, it lo- it looks quite nice. I yeah, just... it it looks great, of course, because Paul Robertson made it. But I mean, did the art for it. But it's not. It didn't feel good to me. Like what happens mm-hmm. in that game is you're you start as kind of a crappy guy, and then you have to do the upgrades to to become the good feeling guy. I was surprised about that aspect of it and the fact that it was like these large nonlinear maps and, and yeah. you sort of co-op sort of inter... Like, I was expecting it to be much more metal sluggy kind of vein and less mm-hmm. in the exploratory and collaborative kind of vein. So yes, I'm, I was left with a big question mark over my head. The big I problem left. I had was yeah. when I was playing it and the guy who was demoing it, who was the programmer... Um, you know, at the we we went around. He's like, you got to look for this boss. He could be in one of four places, and we all looked around and we shot some guys, and none of us ever found the boss. And it ended with a mission failed because we hadn't found the yeah. boss. And I he's played like, that game. And he's like, don't worry about it, guys. This happens all the time. And I'm like, wait, no, I you you should be worried about that. Like, <laughs> I played that game with a mission like failed without seeing the boss. Played for like two seconds, and I want to tell you that there's this game called Broforce that is a lot better. Okay. It's a similar type of game with lots of terrain defamation or deformation, not defamation. I feel like I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. <laughs> terrain I, I, I linked you to it. Terrain we'll defamation. Yeah, your, your lawn it's sucks. A, it's kind of a that super, is the worst lawn I've ever seen. It's kind of a super crate boxy game that has a lot of whole bunch of stuff. I yeah, mean, just right. play it. It's really cool. And it's like, I, I like games like that. That's the kind of game that I want to play. So, uh, can we put any games on this list? What, do, what should so what we do? Do, Not... do we want to put 1,001 Spikes and East Memories of Salsetta? I w- I'd like to put those two on Where there. Where do you want to put those? I want to put them above su- Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> above Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, I'd well, even put them above Mad Max. Hmm. There's but so many what? games, I mean... This gets into this problem like where I barely played anything to begin with, so it's hard for yeah. me to nominate stuff. When okay, I feel let's, confident about it, but how about how about Thousand One Spikes is above Super Smash Brothers, and uh, East Memories of Celseta is below Knack, and then we knock off Castlevania and Yaiba because who cares? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I I think. I think that's a good way to Why go. Why did he put Castlevania on the list to begin with? Just to see what we would say. Just to see what we'd do. Yeah. It sure it had a pretty cool uh uh presence at E three with they had like a big Dracula sitting on a throne. Also, Christian, he probably didn't know that you were gonna be on the podcast and you were gonna hate it as much as me. That's true. But it, I mean I'm just curious because like really you know, like that game is sort of emblematic of everything that's entirely wrong with video games. I think also games, Jeffy right? likes to choose things to provoke us. Yeah. I mean, that's that's hundred percent I mean like if even if if even if uh, Super Smash Brothers were a terrible, terrible game he would put it on the list to see what I would say. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked. It provoked. It certainly made me yell at you. It made you get mad. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. 
Uh, I feel very embarrassed about that now, and I probably will for the next uh, next twenty years. So. It's okay. It's you know what when 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 you got mad, I was like, it you care about video games, and that's awesome. Heck yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, you want to put those on there, but I feel like man, now we're pushing Wind Waker down in favor of games that aren't as cool. Put put Wind Waker above Rise. Oh dear. Then. That's going to make him that. sad, though. I don't know, man. We could put Wind Waker up there. It's, it's, I up, mean, to who knows? it's up to you. Who the I heck knows, right? Wind Waker. So, okay, Brandon, just copy this list and uh, yeah. email it to Jaffe. I'm going to so do it. Post it on Facebook later. Yeah, I will. And I guess that's it, then? Should we uh, say the podcast, podcast is over? Podcast we over, should, yeah? We can, yeah, we can, we can give... Uh, Man, okay, let's let's actually end the questions. podcast and then we'll talk about what we're gonna. All do. right, so I'm gonna go ahead and say the podcast is over. Is everybody ready? Yeah. Everybody, yes. everybody listening, the podcast is over. Yep. We now have we've obtained our list. Should we read the list out loud? Super yeah. Mario 3D World, number one. Number two, Titanfall. Number three, D4. Number four, what were we saying? Thousand Mad ones. Max. Mad Max. Number five, Thousand, Thousand One spikes. spikes. Number six, Super Smash Brothers. Number seven, Kanak. Number eight, the wonderful one zero one. Actually, East 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 memories. Oh, East of memories of Celsetta. Number nine, the wonderful one on one. Number ten, Destiny. Number eleven, The Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. Number twelve, Rise: Son of Rome. Number thirteen, Octodad, dumbest video game. Number fourteen, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five: The P Hantum Pain. Uh, wait, I don't remember where we are now. Uh, what was the number? Um, I don't know. Next yeah. is Don't Starve. Wait, why, don't, why do we still have Don't Starve on there? That's funny. We'll take Don't Starve off. Final Fantasy XV, Battlefield IV, Mirror's Edge 2, Kill Our Instinct, uh, <laughs> Kill or Instinct, uh, uh, Watch Dogs. And that's it. And that's, that's it. it. Watch Dogs is at the bottom of the list on purpose because we don't like it. Yep. I think it's dumb. If I wanted to play a video game about a guy wearing a hat, I'd play... MLB the show. If I wanted to play a game with a guy wearing a baseball hat, okay. Nice podcast uh, over. That's it. So shall we? Uh, shall we do our sign off? We gotta do our sign off. What podcast? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Christian Nutt. And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah.